Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. I cranked the bass down a lot this time because I noticed I sounded like a little bit too low on the last episode. Hello, kids. <laughs> Bye. Everybody. Welcome back to the Utah Outcast for the 13th of September 2015. This is, of course, the flagship podcast for podhell.com. Come check us out there. We have a multitude of shows that are coming to the website. Come check us out. We've got a contact form there for you to get in touch with us, but there's also our email at uo at podhell.com, a text number, voicemail number that you can reach us at any time, literally, because I have my phone with me 24 7, 347 669 3377, or 347 now derp. And uh, we know that most of you guys will choose the indirect way of talking with us with uh, by Facebook or Twitter, which I've been active on both of them recently, except when the weekends get here because it's the weekend. <laughs> anyway, Facebook.com slash Utah Outcasts or at Utah Outcast on Twitter. And again, all of you with iTunes need to go and give us a star rating, hopefully a five star rating, uh, and let us know how you listen to us, what you think about us, if you enjoy us, whatever you want to say. Anyway, it does give us a bump, lets people know who we are, puts us up in the ratings. It's really great. So anyway, let's go ahead and get to the panel. First up is one of the two co-hosts of this fine show, our cheese enthusiast and complete badass, Felicia Entwistle. <laughs> hey! Oh, I actually just love you. And then filling in for Kyle this week is our biggest fan, Landon Campbell. Hello. Yay, we love Landon! Landon's a great guy. And I and love you, too, you guys. You know, you know, just go to that contact form and contact us. We'll we'll be glad to have you guys on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Then there's me, your illustrious host. I'm not illustrious. I'm just a normal dude with a microphone. Uh, your host, Exifer Reed, but my friends call me X. And literally, I have started talking to my wife about like, hey, stop calling me by my real name. I don't like that name anymore. <laughs> like, talk like let's do fun names and stuff like that. But like, I hate that word. I hate the name Chris. I see it on Facebook every day, and I'm like. Ugh. Yeah, I'm I'm going out of my way to call you X, like because in my yeah. head you're still Chris, but I'm working on it. Yeah. No, you're X. <laughs> I'm working. I really am. I'm gonna. Oh, I appreciate it. So, what's everybody been up to for the week, Felicia? I know you had some A of U events. Yes. Yes. So, uh, this week, actually, I just got back from our summer picnic uh, where we actually combined efforts with the humanists of Utah. I got to meet the president of the humanists of Utah, Robert. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his last name at the moment. I can tell you. That's okay. Google has our brain anyway. Yeah. That way. I don't know. He's in there somewhere. Uh, (laughs) I got his phone number because him and I, uh, Robert Fromm, him and I are going to combine more efforts. Uh, We'd like to do some good without God stuff. 
Uh, he's an atheist. He wants to join. I never found a pen, so he couldn't pay his dues. But uh, there's oh. a lot of atheists, humanists. Surprising, I know. Uh, I but, it, yeah, so I stood on a table and profusely thanked everyone for coming out. That was fun. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, was, we had a great time. The kids were great. Uh, I had I had one kid uh, say to me, I don't believe in God either. And I go, oh, yeah? Why? <laughs> Because <laughs> you think it's like, okay, are you pe- are your parents teaching you to not believe in God? Or right. Do you just not? Yeah. Well, it's important for him to understand why, and you know what? He doesn't yet. Indeed. And that's fine. Nope. That's fine. You how, know what? About how about how old was this kid? Do you think? Oh, seven max. Like he could have been younger, but he he was also kind of a shy kid. Uh, it it look, he looked like he'd been gearing up to tell me. Uh, well, and apparently some parents had been telling their kids like, oh, she's the president. And like, so they wanted to talk to me, which was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> and I, you know, I shook their hands like I did the adults because I kind of, I kind of <laughs> like treating kids like adults. That like I'm adults. Like. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing how they respond to that. I, I yeah. mean, with my little guys, like if I, if I talk to them, like we've both my wife and I have decided from early on that we're not going to talk to our kids like they're babies. We talk to okay. them with big words. We don't mince things. And if they don't understand something, we explain it to them using words that they can use. They do understand. Yeah, my parents always did that with me. They so if I'll say something like, do you understand how excruciatingly painful that is? And be like, they understand painful. But like, I'm like, did you understand that word? No, dad. I'm like, it means really bad. <laughs> yeah, it means a lot, a lot. <laughs> it means a whole bunch. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, so I think he was like he looked like he'd been gearing up to say, and I don't believe in God either. And I was like, oh yeah, but I wanted to hear what he had to say. He had a hard time, and you know I didn't like press him for it, but yeah, it's I think it's important to ask kids why, and uh, they won't and, hesitate to ask you why. <laughs> no, they don't. And I, I don't know that they were great. Uh, Landon, I met your adorable daughter. <laughs> she Which was one? Super cute. Uh, the one who wants to be a scientist, Destiny. Uh, yes. Sorry, I sh- maybe I shouldn't have said her name, but she was adorable. <laughs> she was very cute. Uh, Let's see. We have coming up, uh, I believe, this week. Uh, as you're hearing this, it'll be on Tuesday. Uh, there's the Restore Our Humanity Bruise with J.M. Bell at Piper okay. Down. Yep. And that's going to be at 6 p.m. It's a five dollar at the door. They they're asking for donations. And then, you know, you get to have drinks with uh, J.M. Bell from the left show. Is it at six? Are you sure? It is. At six. That's what I have here in the notes. Yep, yep you are correct. But and it goes, it goes I, for a while. So you don't have to be like there at six. It goes. It says till nine. And that's probably when he's celebrity. He's done. Then. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun time. I, I'm going out. I promise Sarah I'd support her. <laughs> uh, but uh, who doesn't want to support? Restore our humanity, right? Oh, yeah, especially after I heard uh, of the fun stuff they have planned for this year for trying to get stuff overturned for Supreme Court stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so great. I love I love what they do. Um, they're taking up the cause of uh, medical marijuana this next time. Are they? I didn't know that. I, yeah, he said so in an interview recently that that's their, that their big fight for this upcoming year, I think. Fabulous. I love I'm like, it. yeah, he's like, I don't use it, but, you know. Oh, it doesn't matter yeah. if you use it or not. It should be legal. <laughs> I who the fuck has time for pot anymore? That's what I say. But could you, know. could you imagine? You know, Utah being the the first red state to have gay marriage. 
we're also going to be probably one of the first to get <laughs> legalized pot. We keep doing well, that. It almost But we can't lighten up time. on... We, yeah, it really did. It missed by, I think, one, one vote. Uh, well, Utah was one of the first states to grant women the right to vote. Yeah, we get it right every once in a while. Yeah. So don't get it don't get it wrong, people outside of Utah that may be listening to this. Utah may seem like a ultra conservative religious state, and for the most part it is. But there's sometimes where it'll fucking surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh then this Saturday, uh all day is Provo Pride. So if anyone is listening in Utah County, please go out and support the atheists of Utah and just Provo Pride in general. Please support that because that is a hard place for them to have pride, and they keep doing it every year. So, um, yeah, we're going to be there. I'm not going to be there. Sorry. But uh, the Atheist <laughs> of Utah is going to be there with our booth. And, oh, we have some sweet new merch coming in, merchandise. Yeah. For To explain the vernacular, because nobody knows what merch means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we got shot glasses and coffee mugs. And I want them so bad. Um, oh, and then yeah. there's another thing. No panties as of yet. But that is something we were working on. Um, but uh, we... I'm just going to wear them like a Spider-Man mask when I get my pair anyway. <laughs> Dig it. Uh, so, yeah, we got we got some sweet new merch coming in. Uh, that's branded Atheists of Utah. So it's... Because it, for a long time, we've had a lot of merchandise that we bought from Evolve Fish. And it... It was atheist-related, but it wasn't atheist of Utah. So now you get to let your freak mm-hmm. flag fly for Utah. We love it. Love the alliteration. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, oh, I mean, hey, what's everybody been up to wait, personally sorry. for the week? Oh, sorry. Go There's ahead, a couple more. I'm sorry. I was rambling. I won't ramble. Okay. October 3rd at 10.30 a.m., we have a food bank, Good Without God. So you go and you donate your time to the food bank. And basically, we do whatever they need us to do. And... October 24th is the Halloween party at Piper Down. Show your asses up. It's going to be a damn good time. Bucket of booze, uh, costume mm. prizes. And October 30th, we have our trunk, uh, trunk or treat. We don't have the location for that yet, but I will keep you apprised of the details. Okay. Trunk or treat. <laughs> okay. So what's everybody, what's everybody really been up to for the week besides events and everything like that? What's, what has been the skinny for everybody this week? Uh, for me, I've been just doing more homemaking stuff. You know? <laughs> I, I've been busy in the basement, and whoever invented fiberglass can go just eat a giant bag of dicks because that stuff is just miserable to work with. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've been working on the the basement down here. My wife's planning on doing a work from home kind of thing, so I've been trying to finish it up a little bit so she could have a nice workspace. And, you know, putting, taking down fiberglass from the ceiling, you get all that dust and tiny little pieces stuck in your eye and your arms and your legs. And it's just, it's fucking miserable. Whoever invented that can just die. <laughs> probably, probably is already dead. Uh, uh, probably. Probably from fiberglass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was getting the most interesting phlegm. Let me tell you. Ew. Oh, dude, why aren't you wearing a mask? You know you're supposed to wear a mask. Come on. You're not an idiot, said the smoker. <laughs> That's just worse for you, though, and everyone knows that. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't wear a mask for like the years when I did welding and metal work, so <laughs> I'm already pretty screwed up as it is. And I've had the whole family smoked back when I was a kid, so I think that was a normal thing in the 80s. Like, literally everybody smoked. Yeah, uh, funny thing about the smoking thing. Uh, one of my big, bigger bosses at work, not like a big wig or anything, but like just under my store director, 
uh, I, we were, we were both sitting outside the store and I, and I moved away from her and said, I'm, I smoke and I didn't want to bother you. And she goes, Oh, I smoke too. I just don't tell anyone. Excuse me. Uh, that was my cellular telephone. Oh, okay. There are five texts. That's awesome. Um, anyway, so she goes, Oh, I just don't tell anyone cause they all judge you and they look at you. And I'm like, um, I don't care. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. They can judge me all they want. That's on them, not on me. That's just funny. It makes me think of like the, the closeted homosexual thing. It's like, you know, I don't tell anybody I'm gay because I don't want anybody to judge me on it. It's like, fuck it. Let it fly. Mm. <laughs> Go Felicia. <laughs> nah. Yeah. No. Landon, what have you been up to, man? Are you here? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. There he is. Wow. My God. What, what's up? What's been up with you, man? Uh, pretty stuff. Stuff and things. Yeah, work. Pretty much. Um, dealing with the stomach flu. That was not fun. Ooh, man, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> N- nothing really out of the normal. Just you know, wake up, go to work. Do the routine thing. Very routine week. <laughs> well, since everybody's had such a fabulous week, we're going to go ahead and move into the... I think we'll go do light news first. And I think the first thing that I want to talk about with that I have here is a wiki how that I found. This was this has been weeks ago. I've just been waiting for the time to bring it up. On how to persuade an atheist to become Christian. So there's three parts to this, and we'll 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 go through it rather quickly. Uh, part one: approaching the subject. Put yourself in your friend's shoes. Consider how would you respond if someone were trying to persuade you to reject your salvation in Christ. Okay, yeah. Consider the subject also. <laughs> Choose a convenient place and a time to have a dialogue on all matters of believing in God. You know, they want you to have like a nice like a. Uh, open area where you can have this discussion, you know, never blindside somebody. Uh, let's see, have a genuine arm's length conversation. Uh-huh. This is all fairly, you know, mm-hmm. but this is funny because anytime you're discussing like matters of faith, uh, it's important to have a genuine conversation. Well, yeah, no shit. Not just a list of sins or accusations, argument or a too preachy shock jock approach. <laughs> I, you know, that wouldn't make me believe even if someone was being nice about it, I'd be like, dude, what's your proof? <laughs> yeah, that, that, it doesn't see, and that's that's kind of the whole thing. Like, you you really there's really only one thing you can do to convince me, and that is have evidence, like replicatable yeah. evidence. And it's so funny because so many people I've had I've said that I'm like, okay, where's your evidence for this God? You know, trolling. I just not. believe it. And they I go and they go, feeling. oh, I have lots of evidence. I'm like, replicatable or uh, replicable verifiable empirical evidence they're like well if you want empirical i'm like fuck dude that's what evidence is i can't believe i had to actually state that for you to actually like they're like well i don't actually have technically empirical and they actually pull that out they're like it's not technically empirical i especially love it when they go just consider the sunlight or the the daybreak or, you know, all of the wonderful creatures of the world. You mean the things that are easily explainable by the rotation of the earth and yeah, you, you mean the that, sun and evolution? You mean those things? 
You mean that biodiversity that would be impossible with a flood story? <laughs> uh, let's see. Don't try to convert your friend or to present ultimate ideas. Uh, don't ask for conclusions or offer stark dilemmas of heaven versus hell. I mean, that wouldn't like have me storming off stage, like goose stepping away or anything like that. When they bring up stuff like that, it'd be like, I'd just look at him, just like, really? <laughs> like, like you, you, you already think I'm going to go to hell. So <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really care. You can bring that up all you want, but I guess the idea is how to convince an atheist, right? At least that's the premise yeah. we're working on right now. Well, so this, yeah, this is guess, the funny thing. Yeah, as soon is as you start threatening as, hell, I'm going to kind of shut down because I'm like, uh-huh. As we get towards the, the end of this, it takes a delicious turn, and we're going to get there in a second. Uh, for the, the second part of it, it's talking about, talking about your faith, you know, because we love hearing about faith, us atheists. We love faith. Yeah, it's not creepy at all. <laughs> Tell your friend what Christianity means to you. Explain how your faith in Christ has helped you to live a better life and discuss what Jesus Christ means to you. It actually hasn't because, <laughs> I mean, if you're a good person, then you're doing that. On Esta establish a common language. This is a big one right here. Establishing a common language because there's a lot of times people will use a word on one end and have it mean something else completely on their end. Yeah, that, that is actually useful in discussion is to have a common language. So much appreciated for that tip. Thank you. <laughs> Especially when they bring up morality. Oh man, that's a fun. That one gets caught in the quagmire every fucking time. Oh yeah, and that one's tough because I'm like, but you actually don't understand morality. Like you're not <laughs> actually trying to understand morality. You just think that saying this thing is good makes it good. I don't have to think about it. God tells me so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have but of course they do actually think about it. Of course they do actually pay attention and try to do what they believe feels right. But then they think, then they say, well, if I'm doing what feels right, that must be the Holy Spirit working through me, which is why God always agrees with you. It's amazing, isn't it's it? It's really weird. How he he kind of works with your own brain. How yeah, it's funny. It's funny about that. Uh, don't try to debate the specifics of the Bible. Yeah, God, let's not go into that, don't shall we? Don't do that thing. It's really easy to tear the fuck apart. Just tear an that shit asunder. <laughs> an atheist may want to may want to hear definitive evidence, not a discussion of your life in Christ, but a discussion of a Christianity isn't a debate between science, intelligent design, and creationism. That's two of the same word. Let's establish common language. Uh, actually, no. Creationism is not the same as intelligent design. Yeah, but they believe that a designer yeah. set things in motion, yeah. which is a special pleading version of creation. Yes, you're you right. Know, not like, absolutely not like it. Not like a poof Garden of Eden kind of thing, but but uh, no, but, God but totally still, guided this. Why do they're you still think saying that? A wizard did it. They're still saying that. So yeah. treating this oh, like yeah. a debate of science will get you nowhere with a non-believer. Hmm. Mm -hmm. All you could do is represent is represent Jesus Christ. Represent Jesus Christ. <laughs> What? And then let's see. Try to understand the perspective of your friend. Has your friend always been a non-believer? Has something happened to cause this person pain in life or feel that religious leaders are hypocritical? You know, this is getting to the, you know, you're just angry at God. Right, right. Um, because that's not or, why you know, I stopped you know, believing. You know, you might be depressed. That might be why you don't believe in God. No, I, I hit, yeah. I hit the, like, the most depression of my life after Long, long after I stopped believing. So there's that. And so the, the last segment of the, this one is uh, keeping the dialogue open. 
walk the walk. If you're going to be a Christian, show them that you're a Christian. I don't give a shit. I, I kind of agree with that. You know, be a good person, but you know, you don't have to claim Christianity. Oh, I actually would encourage more people to do what they feel they feel inside is actually right and not do what Christianity says is right. Please yep. don't be a quote unquote good Christian. Just do what the Holy Spirit tells you. If you're going to keep believing, just do that because the Holy Spirit always agrees with you. And I'm going to guess that you are actually a better moral judge than the Bible. Here's a Here's a fun one. Invite your friend to come with you to church. No, no that, that won't be happening. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Nope. Sun- Sunday's fine. much more of a holy day than, than to spend it at church. I have tried. I have tried so often <laughs> and so much. Fuck you. I love you, but no. <laughs> I'm not going Be to patient church. is the next one. And then be persistent. <laughs> you know, because nothing, you know, nothing endears anybody in my life more than them bugging the shit out of me about something. Oh, you know what? Let them, um, I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just, just me, but please, come on, let's be persistent because they're always the ones who end up walking away from this conversation. They're <laughs> always the ones. I'm like, I got nothing to lose on this one. So we can keep having a very peaceful conversation here. <laughs> no, be persistent, please. But here's, here's, a, here's a great one here. If you want to pray for your friend, please do it in private. Yay! <laughs> don't give me the I will pray for you thing. Please don't do that. Yeah, do it in the closet. Yeah. And so here here we get down to the bottom and we have uh, tips and warnings. And this is the area I really wanted to get to because they're a really good one here. Um, it is ve- Here's a warning. It is very likely your friend will not convert. Most, most atheists have a solid view of what they believe. And while most are open to discussion, the chance of one converting is more than unlikely. Don't make an attempt to engage in atheism on atheism each and every time you get together. It becomes very wearying for both of you. And there you go. Uh, first and foremost, recognize again that there there is a good chance you will fail to convert the atheist. So it's like the third time it said this here. If you do fail, don't be disheartened. You either keep trying or accept this person's belief. Mm-hmm. Try not to lose a friend over whether they believe in God or not. Wow, that's amazing. Except for the Bible totally says that you should. I'm just gonna throw that out there. the The Bible says that you should totally lose that friend if they don't believe in God, or kill them for their non-belief. Well, that's more accurate, yeah. So here's the the best one out of the whole bunch, and coincidentally, it has to be uh has to be the longest one. So bear with me here. Be warned that when approaching the subject of, of religion with atheists, especially with an eye to conversion, that many atheists you are likely to meet were brought up in or around the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Many once believed, honestly and wholeheartedly, were actively involved with their church and held as true all aspects of their faith. Yep. And in, in, t- in time, these ex-Christians, through personal reasons, came to a place where they did not hold the beliefs anymore and turned away from them. Accurate. Frequently... They had questions in their religious life and beliefs and went seeking answers. Some in discussions with their priests, pastor, peers, or some studied the Bible, mm-hmm. studied philosophy, religious history, or comparative religion and science. Mm-hmm. You may want to believe that you're bringing them a fresh and bright message of good news, <laughs> one that they're unaware of. But they may have a greater academic knowledge of their ideas and of their subjects than you do of yours. Do you know, I've actually had people, uh, even people who claim agnostic, like people who are like, well, I believe there's something. Uh, and then they turn around and go, I actually love talking religion. Not with you. You're way smarter than me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever you Can't talk say. now. Baiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Such questioning led them to dismissing their faith. 
Some have a background not only of a Christian faith, but of information about a large number of other religions, philosophies, history, and science. True. Also, if they've lived it, they know what it was like to be a believer in the church, and they have experienced the light and love of God. Many openly admit they miss the clarity and communal aspect of being a church and Christianity, but believe that to feign a belief simply to regain that would be hypocrisy. And as atheists, they find it hard to pretend. So be careful and think twice, more than twice, before trying to convert a friend. Talk with your friend on the subject, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. But be careful because it might cause confusion or doubt for yourself. Yep. We're going to get you. <laughs> well, and, and, it's, and here's the thing is that we have no stock in actually de-converting anyone. Like, yeah, don't <laughs> like we, don't, we don't really have to win this fight. Uh, we do care about uh, religion permeating the public life and and violating the Constitution and, and the harms of religion. But we feel that those things can be addressed through conversation and intellectual growth. Uh, yeah, we have no stock in actually converting anyone or the deconverting um so yeah be wary because we got nothing to lose here we just want to have the conversation i just want to have a you know a beer on sundays and not have not have people go like oh, you're going to hell for that i don't care if they <laughs> say i'm going to hell It'd be like yep and it's delicious speaking <laughs> of which i just drink wine and i'm actually gonna drink a cup of coffee god damn i'm such a good sinner <laughs> Let's see. Um, there's, I think there was one more that I saw here. Listen very carefully what an atheist has to say to you. If you find they have a valid argument, don't immediately reject it. <laughs> Thank you. That's a that's cause for deconversion right there. That's a great way of getting them. So beyond this whole wiki how that we had here, I'm going to move on to the next little bit of light news that I have here, where it's a it's about a Georgia public high school. I don't know if anybody's heard this one yet. Landon, did you hear this yet? No, not yet. About how they were doing a uh, mass baptism on the football field of the football team. Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So hang on. We'll we'll hear it here in a second. As soon as I can hit the play Administrators button. Administrators in Georgia are investigating this morning after a church held a mass baptism on the football field of a public high school. This video caught the attention of critics after it showed up online. Mark Strassman is at Villa Rica High School outside Atlanta where the with the battle over church, state, and sports. Mark, good morning. So what you didn't see when they were showing when I was watching this video here, you saw about four or five young, young, impressionable football playing kids of high school age being dunked inside a tiny little tub out in the middle of the football field. Okay, wait one sec before you go any further, because I actually missed what you said because I was getting coffee. Oh. Um, but I'm so short that I had to use uh, William's son's step stool to read. I was wondering what that noise was. Yeah, <laughs> that was me being super short and unable to reach a coffee mug. But the one I ended up grabbing, because even on the stool, I could only see the handle. And so I just grabbed it. <laughs> and it was uh, University of Utah. And I feel good about this. Feel good Go Utes. <laughs> anyway, so. So Georgia High School under fire because of a map that mass baptism of the football team. That's happening. Awful. That's during scary. during like school hours, so it was like, obviously a school sanctioned event kind of thing. What the fuck? So here we go. Good morning. This is the home of the Villarica Wildcats, and behind this building is the football stadium that is now known for something else. It is a YouTube video recorded three weeks ago that shows a local minister baptizing almost two dozen people before afternoon practice. 
He should not be allowed on the goddamn field unless he's a coach. What the fuck is going on here? There's more. On the video, defensive coordinator and gym teacher Andy Zakowski is first to be baptized. Then one player after another lines up, 18 in all. A local church group took the controversial video and uploaded it to YouTube with the caption, Take a look and see how God is still in our schools. He's not left, you know, you just can't, <laughs> you can't force people to teach about it. You can't, you know, force your religion down other kids' throats, as, as it were to say. <sighs> and so, yes, these kids on the football field are going to feel a fair amount of peer pressure, no matter how you sell it to people and saying, well, they didn't have to get baptized. The minute you start doing something that creates an outgroup within a, a bunch of people that are supposed to be a team, an, a, 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 an organism, I should say, because you can't be a good football team without having everybody on the same page on a lot of stuff. Right. So they're creating an exclusionary group if they don't get baptized. And if they do get baptized and don't want to, then they are being intellectually dishonest with themselves, which is not a position that you should put any student in a public school in. I'm sorry, they shouldn't have to do that. It's not acceptable. I don't care if baptism is false. I wouldn't get baptized unless somebody was like actually forcing me to, which in this mm -hmm. case, socially, they are being <laughs> forced <it. laughs> to. Socially, they're being forced to, and still I wouldn't like it. I don't want to have to commit to an ideology I don't believe in. I don't want to have to lie. I don't want to have to represent myself falsely. So here's, I believe, this is either the coach or the pastor himself. Let's see. What was the overall message of, of that day to you? Hope, um, care, and compassion from the community. Alan Martinez, head of the local booster club, watched the baptisms. What were you thinking as you were watching? I was so proud. I was so excited for these young men. And their example of the new relationship with Christ and what it means. This is a grown man talking about this. What the fuck is wrong with people? Did they not understand I'm... that the separation of church and state was there to protect their particular individual beliefs or lack of belief? I mean, equally. I'm saying that's equal. Like, what the... F How is this still a fucking issue? Like, and... What, I'm just so sick of this Christian persecution com complex because it, it's totally born out of that, like, oh, you're so brave for accepting Christ, like, 70% of our nation. You're not fucking brave, all right? Sorry, that's <laughs> you're not so, you're brave. So, that's not fucking you're, brave. You're so brave for being, like, head, like getting your head dunked underwater. Whoa, that's so brave. Man, There's that's... something that everyone else is fucking doing. It's, I'm, I'm so sick of this shit. Fuck, back when I was, I, I can tell, I can name you Christians who are like, that's not acceptable. That's, that's not what this is. Like, I can, I could name those Christians for you. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. And so whenever I see stuff like that, I just get so, I get so disappointed in, A, the adults around these kids. Mm -hmm. Sneaking the shit in there. When all these kids want to do is play football. It doesn't have to be a religious-based thing. And you know what? I did grow up in places where religion, where football essentially is the religion of the area. Yeah, did I? But the thing is, like, when you mix the two together, it becomes a very, very caustic and horrible thing because you have one team thinking they're playing for God and the other team thinking they're playing for God. And they all... all <laughs> 
all holds are barred. You know, just ugh, it's just so irritating that, not... that we have these well, we have these grown fucking men talking like this, and it just bugs the hell out of me. It's tribalism. Yes. Yeah, you're, we're we're the in group. You're the out group. Well, that's exactly why they're doing it because they're forcing people into their in group, and they're looking to target those who are not in their in group. That is exactly what it is. It is tribalism, and it's retarded. And, okay, I understand that a football team should have a certain sense of tribalism, that they should have a certain sense of loyalty and commitment, because that's how you're going to have teamwork that works. And I get that. I get that. And I actually believe in a certain sense of teamwork and competition. And I think those things are actually useful as long as they're tempered. Um, There are far better ways to do that amongst diverse as diverse a nation as the United States is, uh, than baptism. And to violate our Constitution, which I have said before and I'll say again, is an absolutely fantastic piece of governing work. Uh, Except that Second Amendment thing. <laughs> come on, that was brilliant when they wrote it. <laughs> it was brilliant when they wrote it. I mean, it's, it's still brilliant right now. They were anticipating nuclear weapons or drones, okay? Come on, no, give I mean, them a break. Makes- it makes sense in the in the sense of you know a well regulated militia. Yeah, I I I, just, <laughs> I think even the individuals. I think that that's a, actually a brilliant concept. The individuals mm. should be able to rise up uh, to be able to gather together to uh, rise up against their government should they need to. Haha, that's not the world we live in anymore. It's it doesn't really quite work when it comes to nuclear weapons and drones. <laughs> um, and Australia was a colony of criminals. I'm joking. I love you, Australia. But they managed to get fucking guns out of the hands of people. They've done a great job. Oh, they didn't actually get guns out of the hands of people. Oh, no, no. They, they re- reduced a lot of it. Yeah. They reduced no, they a whole bunch of it. Smarter. They did, they've done some good things there. I really kind of like the Australian model. Because... Yeah, the, whole, the whole gun buyback system. And then yeah. you must be a licensed well, person. And... In order to and own you have a firearm? To have a, yeah, and you have to have a reason that you're purchasing a firearm. And home defense is not an acceptable reason. Thank you very well, much. Well, unless you're it, unless you're defending your home from dingoes. <laughs> uh, and eat your babies. There's, <laughs> fucking get a, get a healer. Get an Australian cattle dog. <laughs> they got this shit. Have you ever met an Australian cattle dog? They're voracious. Uh, but also brilliant and incredibly loving to their people. But... Uh, home defense isn't an acceptable reason to buy a firearm, but recreation is. Ah, I love that. I love that. I was I was reading recently, and I can't remember what country it was. I apologize for this because I'm going to be completely shooting off the cuff here. Uh, there was there's a country either Austria or Germany, so you know they're right next to each other. Oh, yep. Sorry. Speaking of Australian dogs, no, there you that's go. an Akita, Japanese, completely different. <laughs> eh. But anyway, in this country, you can't have the gun in your house if you own it. You have to keep it like at a safe deposit box at a bank. It has to be at a place where it's locked up, like a police station or somewhere else that you have like a, a lock box that you can get it out of. And if you get a ticket for like uh, speeding or, you know, not following the rules of the road, you lose your permit for that gun. Yeah. Because if you can't be trusted driving a fucking car, you can't be trusted with a fucking handgun. Correct. Ugh, well, just makes makes no sense that you have to have X amount of hours of driver's ed, 
you know, time spent on the road, licensing, you know, you have to at least show some sort of competence in following every fucking rule of the road, and there are plenty of them. But yeah, when it comes to having a gun, you just have to wait a couple of days. This isn't a hand, like secure like a, a concealed carry permit. You can open carry without having to having to go through any kind of laws law training or anything. You can just carry it around with you. You don't have to have a fucking special license for it. Yeah, because now America. be ready, <laughs> be ready for when the cops give you a lot of shit about it, and especially if you're anybody of the off white color. Oh yeah, seriously. I mean, as much as I believe that. Um non-white people, because I'm just going to just generalize it to all of them. As much as I believe non-white people should obviously be able to have guns and be able to go recreationally shooting. I'm just going to throw it out there. Don't. I understand that you want to and that it's fun. I get that. And I wish you could. But I really would rather you not die from a cop. No, I mean, <laughs> but we have people of um, of our non-white persuasion and I'm just jokingly saying that because it's it's a nice way of just going, they're black or they're Mexican. You know, you don't want to go that way. But people of color. We have people of color. Yes. Sorry. Um, we have the mother of Darian Hunt here in Salt Lake, or I should say Springville. Is it Springville, I think? Am I right about the it's town here? Springville. Fuck, what is the town? I don't remember where it is. Uh, Springville anyway. High School? Like, no, no, no. Okay. But uh, you, remember, you remember Darian Hunt? No. Who was shot last year by Utah police because he had a sword on his back. Oh, yes, that wasn't Springville. I thought that was up north. No, that's yeah. Eagle Mountain. Eagle Mountain. Oh, Eagle Mountain. Mm, that place is terrible. He had a he had a LARPing sword, wasn't it? Like, well, he had it he had it for LARPing. He wasn't even like brandishing it. It was like like a costume thing for him. He's yeah, like he's was a total like he, dork nerd, like one of the, our kind. The, cos- the costume looked like he was um, cosplaying as Mugen from uh, Samurai Champloo for anybody out there that might be an anime watcher. Right. Yeah. And yes, I just tipped my cap. I'm sorry, but any white man walking around, I've been to Eagle Mountain, any white man walking around with a katana, nothing would have eh, fucking happened. Just a white dude. Yeah, nothing would have fucking happened. He was But they managed white. to shoot him running away. <laughs> yeah. He was But anyway. And then people are like, no, he totally had a sword. It's like, he was, he was enjoying something he loves and he was harming no one. Uh, just because you have a sword does not make you mean you date your danger. Oh, just oh. Yep. yep. Yes, so sorry, his mother has a had a loss has a lawsuit against the Utah State Police, and they came back just recently with a nine hundred thousand dollars settlement from the city in response to the wrongful death suit that she has. Not good enough. I mean, I but, it, but I'm not going to judge her for anything she chooses, but it just feels like it's not good enough. Nothing no, they do would be good enough. Here's the thing: they offered nine hundred thousand as long as she's. Shut up. Oh, fuck them. You have to be quiet. You can't talk about this anymore. Fuck that. You can't raise a stink anymore. Yeah, that's bullshit. So, I mean, they that have a lawsuit after seeking $2 million in damages and, and as, as well as prioritiz- prioritization of body cameras and use of force training for law enforcement because, you know, nothing happened to those cops. <laughs> oh, my God. They murdered a person. So she turned it down because she's like, you're nine hundred thousand dollars and me telling me that I can't say how my son was murdered anymore. Nope, I don't think so. Good for her. Fuck yeah. Stand by it. Oh, Saratoga Springs. Sorry. Saratoga Springs. Okay. That yes, that sounds correct. Right next to Eagle Mountain. Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, they they wanted she would have to be required to stay quiet about the incident. Uh, and but this is her quote. To me, it was a gag order. 
saying, here's a bunch of hush money and don't ever say Darian's name again. Yeah. I hope there will be a legacy instead of a hush order. Good for her. And so and I'm glad that she's going through with it. So Yeah, I, I, I support her in that. But that's enough uh, sad kind of grumpy news. We're going to take a quick little break here for one second, and then we'll be right back at the other end with our audio portion with a whole bunch of heavy news. So we'll get to there here in a second, but we'll be back. Sweet. That was light news. God, this is going to be a fun podcast. Oh. Hello, ma'am. My goodness, you have such an attractive little garden here. Oh, thank you, young man. I just planted those flowers last week. My, how they grow. Yes, ma'am. We're from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Oh, the Mormons. That's right. I'm, I'm Elder Young, and this is Elder White. Well, you two boys can just fuck right off. Ma'am? Ma'am? You heard me. Take that Book of Mormon and shove it so far up your righteous asses that you choke. You soul-soliciting pig fuckers. So we're going to go ahead and get to our heavy news segment, which, of course, is going to start off with all sorts of fun, having fun with real audio. I need to get some drops made for this kind of stuff. But we're going to go straight into um, what is this guy's name? I can't remember his name. Uh, Brian Fisher. Everybody knows Brian Fisher. He's the guy that thinks, do you know the world is going to end because you don't believe in Christ? And the world's going to end. It keeps going to end. It's just never fucking happened. Hasn't happened yet. You know, it's it's stuck around. uh, 100% failure rate. 100%. Yeah. Every single prediction has been incorrect. Every single one. And you think about all the time from, from supposed Christ until now. There's been some really interesting, you know, rise and falls of different kingdoms, you know, emperors. Huh. And we're still here. Yeah. How about that? So everybody knows Ray Ray Comfort is. Um <laughs> he is the the guy that's uh, Living Waters Ministries with Kirk Cameron. You know, produces horribly edited fucking movies and stuff where he will ask somebody a question and then get, get an answer and then he'll ask him a different question and then splice that qu- answer onto the other question to make the person look terrible. He's also got that what he does. I just, yeah. I just heard that he just selects them. But no, oh, yeah, editing that he could totally do that, too. Yeah, it's the same thing like the Planned Parenthood people do. If you if they don't like your answer, they will make you answer a question in the way that they want the answer to make it seem like the answer to question A, but it was actually an answer to question Q. So. That's some Michael Moore shit right there. It is some bullshit. So, of course, he's going to capitalize off of Kim Davis, just like every other right-wing person is going to do. Every other Bible-thumping, you know, religious-raising hellion in the world. I, oh, they can't be hellions. They're angels. Hmm. Um, hmm. Anyway, but uh, Ray Comfort's going to use Kim Davis. And, of course, he wants to talk about it in his own anti-gay movie that he's got coming out. So let's just hear what he has to say. So that's, our agenda. Right, so that's our agenda to say to homosexuals, we love you enough to tell you this is a moral choice you're making and God will hold you morally accountable. And, you know, this movie is very exciting. As I said, we want to get it to the unsaved, but we've released multiple news releases through the secular media and none of them have touched it. And so what we. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> None of them have touched it. We love you enough to... Okay, and you know what? I, I believe him. I do believe him that they that they don't 
want them to burn in hell. And uh, the thing is that. Leave that to them and their God. Don't you can't <laughs> save somebody else from things, you know, you can't judge. It's not your place to judge. It says so in your big book of multiple choice. Mm, depends. on You do not reading. have. The, well, exactly. I mean, it could say in other places, you know, it's, it's your job. Otherwise, you go to hell, too. You know. Yep. Uh, so let's see. He w- he wants to wonder why that the movie is not being picked up by. I mean, the press releases aren't being picked up by secular media because hmm. we've because we've come back around. Because historically speaking, this kind of goes around and around. We've come back around as a society and said, "Yeah, you know what? I really have no reason to hate gay people." So they're they're all right, folk. In, in my book, <laughs> they're just yeah, they're people. Okay, so here you go. Doing is we're going to the media in uh, in Rowan County this Monday. Because that's where they're all waiting. They're all camped out waiting for this decision to be made by this uh, this clerk. And Ray, let me just interject here to make sure yes. folks know what we're talking about. We're talking about Rowan County in Kentucky. That's where we broad- we broadcast that rally to you right here on AFR Talk on Tuesday. Kim Davis, the clerk, was in jail for six days for refusing to issue wedding licenses to same-sex couples. She's going back to work. On- she was in jail for not following a judge's orders. Yep. For being in contempt of courts, not for not doing her job. She was being, well, I mean, technically, but not for religious reasons. No, yeah, actually, yeah. her religion didn't factor into the decision at all. No, because the guy is a fucking, he is a Christian who was appointed by a Christian who was the daughter and the son of a Christian. You know, 73% of the country, people, you know, you're right, not being persecuted. Oh. It knows no bounds. On Monday, well, she she'll was be told. County. Uh, clerk's office on Monday, and we're going to find out what she's going to do about issuing these wedding licenses. And Ray Comfort's exactly right. That place is going to be besieged. So, Ray, pick it up from there. What are you going to do on Monday? Boy, that was a great synopsis. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, all the media are camped out there, so we've sent 150 copies of the book or the novel for them to read while they're waiting for the... Uh, he's not going to get a free commercial on this show. But anyway, it's when he's like, thank you for putting that in the synopsis. Like, that just made me think, you know what, motherfucker? If, if you interrupt me one more time, I'll fucking stab you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I'll kill damn you. the meteor. I'll kill you with kindness, you motherfucker. Se- secular media. You can't. Secular meteor. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. They throw that word out there. I'm just going to keep doing it. It needs. We need to destigmatize that word. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Cunt. I like it. I like it better than pussy. Cunt, it's cunt. way better. Cunt, 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 cunt. Learn. <laughs> do you guys ever have? Do you ever have any fun trying to learn how to talk dirty? Because it's always there's a slight learning curve to that. You mean like in context of sex? Well, I mean, like, yeah, because there's sometimes. I mean, I'm sure you've heard things from your partner at one point or another, or a partner. I'm not going to spe- specify current, living, existing, dead or alive. Just saying that you know. Mm-hmm. There's been some wacky shit that's come out of the people's mouths, like where you have to kind of stop and be like, "Really?" Auntie, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you chose that word, huh? Yeah. Okay, buddy. Here, let me go. A little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. I Next have, time, I have one that I, other. I have one before I actually ever had sex that I <laughs> dropped right the fuck away. <laughs> But so that was that was eleven years. Let's just ago. say, oh Jesus. 
or you, you don't want to ever use uh, textbook medical words when you're talking dirty to people like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put my penis inside your vagina and then I'm going <laughs> to ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> it just That's doesn't awesome. work. Yeah, awesome. I think between my Mormon upbringing and my <laughs> passion for nerdy things, I kind of end up being quiet. All the time. My, my sonic screwdriver is going to unlock the temple. <laughs> you know, I just stick with the classics. I just, I just, I just stick with the classics. And Talk pussy cunt. Yeah. And, uh, and I may be an atheist, but in bed, none of that fucking matters. So it's, oh God, oh God, oh fuck. Yeah. The classics. Yep. Yeah. It's like when I say, it's like when I say, oh shit, it's not like I'm actually like, Praying to a thing of shit. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Figure of speech, people. But also, I don't really think about what I'm saying. It just kind of just happens. So mm -hmm. it just happens. Mostly just moans, probably. Mm. For me. And <laughs> screams and growls and, you know. <laughs> anyway. Ah. Since we're talking about fun stuff here. No, actually, Mike Huckabee's not anything sexy at all. Nothing at all. Ew, no. He's like the just. He's like unsex. So, so we had Ray Comfort talking about how, you know, gay people are wrong because, you know, they love somebody of their own sex. Big fucking deal. Which, you know, I have to give some kind of credit because I was watching, I think, YouTube the other day and they had this commercial for, you know, getting getting checked when you're in a relationship kind of thing to make sure you're not spreading any kind of disease and stuff. Right. But it was like it was two guys standing at like a bathroom mirror that was fogged up. Like one was like this uh, like cute little Asian guy and another one was like this bearded, you know, Nordic looking guy. And like the, the one guy drew a heart on the on the glass and the other guy draws like the eye heart and the ad, he just adds to it. That and they just so look at each other and they smile. And I'm, and I'm like, like, like God damn it. That's so cute. It sounds <laughs> like, adorable. I love the fact that we're seeing same sex couples in media nowadays. I mean, that was just YouTube, but I also saw a commercial for some sort of medication and it had a older lesbian couple and i'm like fucking bravo oh, you know, yeah. thank you god damn it it's about time yeah they're just <laughs> becoming the norm at this point which is great thank you can we see which more I... interracial though yeah no shit because that's still <laughs> something you don't see a lot is interracial remember i think it was last year when people were blowing up over this cheerios commercial oh yeah there was an interracial couple and i was just and like yeah. well at first people were like have you seen the controversial cheerios commercial i'm like uh, no, and Not then they played sure. it, and they. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw this. Well, that's cute. Yeah, and I was like, it's a family. I'm like, what's <laughs> controversial? And that's not to say, as secular people or atheists, that we have blinders on. I mean, we do. I mean, for people that no, say, I'm just saying, I, I, I really, I just genuinely didn't get it until somebody's like, "Oh, they're pissed because they're interracial." Like somebody had explained uh, to me yeah. that that was what was going on. I'm like, well, what, what oh. I'm trying to say is that, like, there's a lot of people that that pretend the whole "I don't see people of color," "I don't see this," "I don't see that." And you're like, no, celebrate it, see it, and celebrate it. Don't. Don't turn a blind eye to it. Like, I don't see black. I don't see white. And you're like, no, it's fine to see that. But you know what? Don't be that guy about it. Be like, you know, assume nothing else friend. about them. Yeah. Assume yeah, nothing else about them. You don't know them. You can yeah. see what they are and that's fine. But exactly. Just... But don't draw anything beyond that. But at the same time, don't downplay somebody else's culture or somebody else's like experiences in life. Oh, because let me, of... let me tell you what. 
anybody who chooses to be black in Utah is a brave individual. Yeah. I applaud no, every single actually, one of you. Uh, I, I work with a Burmese woman, and she makes sushi at, at, at the store I work at. And uh, her and I were talking, and she was like, she's like, people are still so racist. And I'm like, yes, yes, they yep. are. Yes, they are. <laughs> Yes, they are. Landon here knows when I was actually having a conversation about Asian people and racism. And I actually told her that story, by the way. (laughs) And I told her that what those people said was that all Asians are good at math. And she looked at me, she's like, what the hell? (laughs) And and I'm like, I know, I know, right? And um, anyway. Oh, and apparently they're they're terrible drivers, too. There's that other side of the coin. So she's talking to me and she goes, uh... She goes, people always tell me that Burma is a terrible country. And she goes, that's not fair to us. Yes, our government is terrible. We have a dictatorship. And I know how terrible it was because I was jailed for rebelling against the government. I'm like, goddamn. What? And she goes, yeah, yeah, but the people there. And she just started talking about how great the people are. She told like, she just brushed over the fact that she was jail- jailed <laughs> for being a rebel against a dictatorship. And talking about how welcoming and hospitable and wonderful the people are. And I believe her. I really do. Uh, and I was just like, you're a goddamn hero. And you're sampling <laughs> sushi in my grocery store right now. Like, I was just like, and like, people just like, wouldn't even like make eye contact with her half the time. And I'm like, she is a fucking hero. <laughs> and here she is in Utah making sushi at a grocery store. And she's just, she's, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I got chills and I just stared at her and I'm like, I have no idea what you've been through, but I want you to know I respect you so much. Like, that's why I hope for. That's- and she's a delightful person. Like, she's absolutely fantastic. I, I love her and I love the other sushi woman. They're, they're just great and they're funny and they're, they're ha- like genuinely happy people. Um, and uh, fuck, I've never been to jail for anything here in the United States for like anything that's like inconsequential, like marijuana. I've never even done that. And she like she like fought the power for reals. Fight the powers that be. She like fuck. Fist in the air. Like mm. I don't like I'm like I, are you serious right now? Like and and I believe her. And then I work with like I, I work with people all the time who are like and and they just brush it off like it's no thing. They're like, well, in my country, I, you know, I had like a master's in mathematics and they clearly have already demonstrated that they are very good at math. And I'm like, I believe you. I believe you 100% right now. And like, I don't, <laughs> like, I just talk to these people from other countries and they're treated kind of shitty here in Utah. Kind of, yeah. A lot of shitty here in Utah because they're not white, particularly. And I'm just like, Holy fuck, I can't hold a candle to any of the things that you have done. Nope. I work really hard and I believe it and I love what I do, but holy shit, dude. <laughs> I had a a guy that I was working with and that just you just jog my memory on this. A guy that I was working with at Lifetime at one time. You know, Lifetime, they make your basketball hoops and folding chairs and shit. Yeah. That's situated up here in Clearfield, Utah. Like I almost everybody at some point has either worked at when you live up this north, you either worked at um, Lifetime, the IRS, or like Lofthouse. There's a whole bunch of like big factory businesses up here that you you can work for. I mean, it's like the joke was like you either work for AOL or you work for the IRS when you come from Ogden. Um, but anyway, the guy, his name was Nikolai, and he was a Russian expat that was working here 
in at Lifetime. I mean, just assembling fucking folding chairs and stuff. And I'm like, so what's your story, man? He's like, well, I, I don't speak English well. And I'm like, well, that's fine. What, what did you used to do before you came here to America? Because I was this guy that had a fucking associate's degree working like a $7 an hour assembly job. Right. Because, you know, times were fucking hard at this time. Um, but the dude was working this job. And he's like, I was ICBM technician in Russian military. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa. What are you doing? <laughs> folding, making folding chairs in fucking Clearfield, Utah. No, I like, I like it here. It's <laughs> because we don't respect anyone who with any credentials. Because in this country, they're like, "Oh, your credentials don't actually matter here." And I'm like, "But I'm like, okay, I, you didn't I understand. get it here in America. Yeah. Get the fuck out." I understand <laughs> that some third world countries, maybe their doctorate isn't exactly transferable. But can't we just throw a bachelor's degree at them and say, "Yeah, that's." Stop. Like, dude, dude obviously knew his own shit. You know, he could talk. We could talk about science and stuff. You know, oh yeah, it was just hilarious. Like this really learned individual was working at a n- no mind kind of job. Well, I, and I, let's let, let's not mince anything here. The 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 jobs like that where you get paid seven bucks an hour doesn't require any thinking. You're just a cog in a big machine. Oh, of course, of course. They just need a more complex machine than the ones that they can build at the, at this time. Well, for the so. price. Yes, and we. <laughs> But I mean, I'm not going to hate on them. They were a good company. But I'm just, I, I'm just blown away because, like, I, I meet these incredible people, and because they're brown and have an accent, especially mm-hmm. the brown ones, but even if they just have an accent, people yeah. treat them like they're idiots. And I'm like, I, I, I had a like a 20 minute conversation today with a, an Egyptian woman who's now working at our store, and she's frustrated because. She's being talked down to. She's like, I have 14 years experience in this field. And I'm like, clearly, I've been watching you <laughs> from she's only been there for like a week. And I'm like, I've been watching you and you clearly know what the hell you're doing. But another woman has been talking down to her and like yelling at her. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is going on here? Like this woman clearly knows exactly what she's doing. She's like, I studied business back in Egypt and I have a bachelor's degree. And I'm like, Damn. <laughs> you go, girl. I'm like, so anyway. I'm like, please don't quit. <laughs> <laughs> Dialing it back to, to Mike Mike Fuckaby. Mm. We got off on a tangent on that one. He, yeah, uh, but I just he didn't had... want to talk about Mike Huckabee, I guess. I mean, it wasn't like I know, intentional, I know, but I know. You know, all right, all right. No, it's fine. We're, we're allowed to go off, but I do eventually have to reel it back. Yes, here's uh, why. He... So let's see. He... <laughs> Just, I'm reading the headline. You guys have no idea. What, uh, Landon and, and Felicia have no idea what's coming their way, but this curveball is just going to make them just draw. It, listen for the audible jaw hitting the floor. So here we go. Governor, what's next for Kim oh. Davis? Is that too Well, loud? I think it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see when next week rolls around. She's going to go back to work Monday. She has been very consistent saying she doesn't intend uh, to let her name be on a form. The governor can fix this very simply by simply saying uh, he'll change the form. Now, the question is, does he have the authority to do that? And if so, under what authority? This is where this all gets very confusing. And it's why the haste to rush into implementing same-sex marriage is so ridiculous. And frankly, Tony, it's why it's so uh, illegal is because this has left the whole country in a state of ambiguity and confusion. I, I he hates gay marriage because it's confusing people. <laughs> it's not difficult. It's not difficult. Oh, my God. 
Like you have to, ch- you have to change. You have to change husband and wife on the form to spouse one or sp- and spouse two or just spouse all together. It doesn't matter, you know. And <laughs> yeah, that's if, way too confusing. It's so confusing. And if, and if somebody is against gay marriage, it doesn't fucking matter because their job is not to determine which marriages are moral or what meets their standard of acceptable marriage because they're not sitting there quizzing straight couples on their sex. No. Mm-hmm. No. Their job thing, is to determine whether it's legal. Not that thing legal. you do in private, it grosses me out. <laughs> do you have anal sex? I, I believe I've been over this. They don't ask yep. that question when you're getting married. Nope, because you know what? Straight couples have anal sex all the time, and a lot of guys tend to think it's the greatest thing in the world. So you know what? <laughs> There's not much difference there, people. I mean, good. I mean, it's all good. Like, I'm not like. Yeah, I mean, it's shit. Yeah. Sex. Fuck- yeah. <laughs> Consensual sex. I'm not yeah, you're not going to find you're not going to find like any kind of body shaming or you know any kind of sex shaming here. Like it's all good. Yeah. Fuck whatever your kink is, do it. You yeah. know, as long as the other person's consenting. Yeah, but not to say not not to say that anal sex or gay sex is a kink. You know, I'm just I'm just saying, just saying. We're just know. saying. Yeah, no, no, no. Just saying. But that's my point. The point is, she that these clerks. There's no confusion, and the governor her. She, if she has a problem with her name being on it, if that's the state law, the governor shouldn't have to change it. If she has a problem with that, if she feels like that's condoning same-sex marriage, then she should quit. She should fucking resign. That is all. But she won't. She shouldn't get to this whole, well, I don't want my, yeah, because Christian persecution or some shit. Like, that's, she is straight up refusing to resign. (laughs) Hang on, it gets even worse. Oh, it does? Oh, awesome. If you look at the judge in Chattanooga, Judge Abbott, had a divorce case in front of him. Uh, normally, it would be a simple thing. He granted. He dismissed the divorce case. He said, if the Supreme Court doesn't think that the people of Tennessee are smart enough to know when a marriage starts, then obviously they must not think we're smart enough to know when one should end. So he just dismissed the divorce case and said he's not going to be... Uh, uh, doing any divorce cases until the Supreme Court comes up with something. Yeah, I mean, are the... you? <laughs> I just have to laugh because the, these are happening in these breadbasket fucking seat of Christian civilization states, and it's just <sighs> that is the <laughs> stupidest thing I have ever fucking heard. <laughs> Oh, by the way, if he's a Christian, he shouldn't be granting any divorce cases. Yep, because it should be. Jesus had certain words to say about you fucking people, and it leads to adultery. Well, actually, he should be because it's the it's the law of the land, and the judge should grant them. But he shouldn't no, approve you know, of them. Render unto Caesar. Yeah, 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 render unto Caesar. But just ah, oh, that's so so fucking stupid. That's so fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Just hang on. So it's chaos. There's Confusion. more. This is just the, the the beginning of what we're going to see play out here, Governor. There's some of the uh, presidential candidates, and I give them an opportunity to come on and speak to this if they want. But they have uh, like Donald Trump, uh, Carly Fiorina, and uh, and, and actually Jeb Bush have said that uh, Kim Davis should resign if she cannot comply with the the, the judge's orders. She should resign. Obviously, you see it different. What? What? Oh, they actually did. They... I don't know if that's true or not because I think they're. I I think Trump was on record saying that. But Damn, everybody but I else, hate, I, don't I hate know. when I have to agree with him. Fuck. <laughs> 
shit. Well, I mean, he was he was a Democrat up until like three years ago. I so. know he was. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Hasn't he yeah. also said that he has like no problem with gay marriage? I believe that's something else he said. Yeah, and uh, for the, for the funniest thing is that he's like thirty three percent in the polls right now, mm. and number two behind him is fucking Doctor Ben Carson. <laughs> that's the number two. <laughs> I'd feel even a little bit better about Carly Fiorina. Just just for the sake that she's female. Like that's it. I that's it. Yeah, that's not Donald, saying a lot. The Donald thinks she's ugly. Oh no, he's speaking God, about her right disposition. Right back to it. If a female's yeah. uh, if a female's not attractive, she's not worth anything, but if she's attractive, that's all she has to offer. She doesn't have any other skill. God. Okay, moving on. Okay. So, um when uh, Kim Davis got out of jail and she got back home, there was a billboard waiting for her in town paid for by plantingpeace.org that says, Dear Kim Davis, the fact that you can't sell your daughter for three goats and a cow means that we've already redefined marriage. <laughs> nice. And Good. So... Because after that stupid fucking rally and her tears and oh, like she'd been through some horrible hardship or something. And, uh well, what really bothers me is that we have the anti-government group, the the Oath Keepers. Oh and yeah, I posted this on the Facebook group that um, that there are they are talking about, you know, we are going to make sure that she's not arrested for her beliefs anymore by surrounding her with armed people and saying, no, you can't take her. That's terrifying. So that's them breaking the law because they would be harboring a fugitive at that point. And so I can only imagine how bad things would get. And so I think it has all to do with the fact that these guys stood up at the Clive and Bundy ranch and they stood there with their weapons slung on their backs and they held guns against police officers. And what did the police officers do? They backed away. I'm not saying I wanted a bloodbath and I wanted people to die, but you don't fucking stand up to the government with armed weaponry and the government going, okay, you're right. Sorry, we're getting out of here. No, what they do is they retreat like they should. They should have. Um, what and then go and then cite all of every them later. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On and, the way to work, you're arrested. <laughs> yeah, they because they can easily find out who every single one of those people are. So go ahead. I'm sure each one of them has a file with the asterisk on it somewhere. And especially after they, the oath keepers tried to say that Kim Davis can't be arrested anymore. But thankfully, you know she she is seeing reason on this because I think. She probably doesn't want to see this become the next fucking spark of the next civil war because they were talking about, you know, we'll take this to wherever it needs to go. But she has she has declined the uh, the Oath Keepers offer of an armed guard. Good. At least she's not that insane. No, she's just you know what? She liked the attention. I'm sorry. That's what she did. Uh, she, she stood up for this originally for herself, but she got a bunch of attention that was encouraging her. Uh, and she liked it, and now she's going to get a book deal, and she's going to get speaking deals, and she's going to get a whole bunch well, of money from it. But she doesn't actually want anything terrible to happen. She liked the attention, no, which is, the is normal. Thing. I mean, that's what people do. We like attention. Yes, we do. But the the interesting thing is going to be when she goes back to work this week is that she has orders from the judge to not interfere. Right. And so I want to see if she's going to interfere because her name is going to be on every one of the certificates because she is the county clerk. Let's see what I should. And so, back all, so ultimately, she, she has to sign off on it. She's getting back to fuck yeah. 
I don't think so. I think she's going to go to jail again. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope not, because I don't want to talk about her for another week. I don't either. <laughs> well, even the guys just... who originally pushed for the lawsuit against her particularly. Yeah, they said don't yeah, jail her. Yeah, they, they said don't jail her. Go ahead and fine her. Don't jail her. Well, the judge jailed her not because he like thought she was like some hardened criminal who deserved jail, but because he knew that fines wouldn't mean anything. He didn't. Ja- he he had no intention of like permanently jailing her, or sentencing her to like a year or anything like that. He was just saying, "Okay, we need a resolution, and this is the only way we're going to get it." Well, she's it basically was a, it was getting very... rich off this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh, and their lawyer, her lawyers are making a shitload of money right now. She has yeah. a lot of... Off donations from stupid people. Yep. Fucking Liberty Council knows, knows exactly what they're doing. Ugh. Ugh, man. So, let's talk about a little bit of good news in this in this serious stuff that we're talking about here. Uh, Rick Perry has decided to end his run. <laughs> that was Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it didn't take long, but we can be happy about this. Let's see. He said he was ready in April and he felt more prepared this time around <laughs> and with even even less bells and whistles surrounding his presidential efforts. Oh, he was so prepared. He called Ronald Reagan, Ronald Raven and Donald Truck. Oh, I'm sorry, Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, Donald Truck. Yes, Donald Truck. <laughs> so if you guys want to guess who the top five of the uh, GOP right now is, does anybody want to give it a shot? Off the top of their head, because I named the top two already. So you just got to come up with three more. So that would be uh, Trump, Carson. And Trump and Carson. Trump and Carson. Um, yeah. Not Huckabee. Jeb. Jeb. That's right, Jeb. Huckabee is not in the, even in like the top. Yep, he's he's number five. Uh, oh, he no. is? And even worse than him is above him. Um, Santorum? Oh no, Santorum is uh 1.3% right now. He had just marginally better than uh than uh what's his name? Rick uh Rick Perry. But <laughs> he's still in the race as well. Rand Paul's above him, Christie's above him, Fiorina's above him, Oof. John Kasich is above her, Walker above him, and Rubio these nuts above him. is above all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Rubio. Mike Huck could be number Ugh. five with four point six percent. Ted Cruz. Oh, that's oh. right. Sorry, with mental six, block. Don't want to think about Cruz. God, he Ted. sucks so fucking bad. I heard what his real name was earlier this week, and I couldn't believe that that's his real name. What is it, like Leonardo, I think, or, or Raffaello? No, Raffaello, yeah. Yeah, it's a Ninja Turtle name. I know that. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> he does not hold a candle to the great artist Raphael, so he can fuck right off. He can, well, he yeah, he hold a candle get... to the turtle. Yeah, no, he doesn't. And he doesn't get to call himself Raphael. Ted is good enough for him. Uh, he deserves no. Ted. The teddy bear Ted is way mm-hmm. better than him. Well, I'd vote for Ted. <laughs> I wouldn't vote for Ted. That guy's a dick. He's kind of, he's he's kind of like, he is funny. The Seth Meyers, Ted. I like him better, but on a political candidate scale, yeah. All right. Ted's good. They did blow, they did blow with, uh, <laughs> with Flash Gordon. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Flash. Love that. No. Oh, then we have our closest every one of us. <laughs> I love you, Flash, but we only have 15 seconds to save the planet. 
Fuck, I love that album. Oh, I love that album. Damn, we're nerdy. <laughs> Dispatch War Rocket Ajax. Bring back his body. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, seriously, go back and for all of you youngins out there, go back and watch the original Flash Gordon. I heard they're I think they're gonna be doing a remake of it here pretty soon. But the the 80s movie, I don't remember the guy's name that was in it, but it had Max von Sydow and a whole bunch of other folks that you would be like, wow, how did they get this guy for this movie? Like, it must have been really hard to find acting positions at this time of the year. <laughs> or, <laughs> But I, I watched it when I was a kid. And I'm like, man, this movie's terrible. But then I went back and watched it in the lens of a person watching it, expecting like the 1930s serial, you know, uh, mm. stuff that they used to do in the movies. And I'm like, that was a great homage. That was really fucking good. <laughs> and since then, it's been one of my favorite movies. I fucking love that. Like, but I'm a I'm a sci-fi nerd, so that that and Dune are like way up there on the list. So, anyway, Rick Perry ending his 20, 2016 run. Oh, so sad. I'm gonna miss those sexy, sexy glasses. Because they made him smart, you know that. They know yeah, they did, he's right? a smart person now, and then he still couldn't. He still couldn't hold a candle to like. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute, and he tried. You know, mm. he tried. It's adorable. Rick Perry <laughs> and his so times. nigger rock. <laughs> oh yeah, his ranch that he had. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I I remember the casual racism of the South when I was growing up, and it's just. It's still so prevalent. <laughs> yeah, I lived in the South, and Those the racism is ready. still alive and well. Those places are just ready for another civil war. <laughs> People are just itching for that shit. Ugh. It's sad to say that, but it, it is the truth. Um, since we're talking about imminent wars here, uh, if we don't get a president that's going to actually you know, take a nuanced stance with Iran, like how we have with you know Obama right now setting up the deal that we have, Mm-hmm. It's not just the president, though. It's other countries. Right. This, That's yeah. what these fucking assholes don't understand oh, about this deal that he's making. they fucking understand it. Don't you dare give them the credit of being okay. idiots. The the politicians understand. The biblical people understand. The news people understand. But they're not telling the common folk that. Ah, uh, true. They're leaving that little element out. And that leads to... What's his nuts here? Fucking John Hagee. If you guys just Google him. Hagee. That guy. Hagee. Yeah. Hagee. So he wants to talk about, okay, the the deal that we have with Iran right now is essentially veto-proof because they have enough people that are going to push it in and it's not going to be able to be voted down. And so what the Republicans are going to do is introduce legislation to, you know, try to undo it. And they're talking about, we need to have a veto-proof group here. So let's just hear Hagee talk about this. Look at here this verse. It's God's foreign policy statement toward Israel. I will bless... Fuck Israel. Fuck Israel. <laughs> like, seriously, who gives a fuck about Israel? Moving on. bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. This nuclear treaty... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. <laughs> Don't die. Nuclear. <laughs> I gotta hear that again. Nuclear. 
Nuclear. It wasn't even nuclear. It wasn't even nuclear. Nuclear. It wasn't that... even the Bush nuclear. It was. Nuclear. It was worse. My dad fucking hated that. This nuclear treaty is nuclear. Is nuclear. A nuclear treaty. This nuclear treaty is a... <laughs> nuclear. Can you save that as the drop? Nuclear. Oh, nuclear. Nuclear treaty. Nuclear. <laughs> Oh god, I'm Clean crying. It, sir. Uh, Try it again. Oh man, it's probably the fiber. <laughs> Dude, oh man, wear a fucking mask. What the hell is wrong with you? Lesson learned. <laughs> <laughs> this is great audio smokers. for the podcast. <laughs> okay. Huh? Yeah, here's yeah. that smokers. Five, five is you know daisies. We're doing good. We're doing fine. You're the one dying. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Shut up, man. I'm gonna die of having a heart attack first. I'm just gonna hit a mute button. All right, here we go. For super reals this time. Those who curse you. This nuclear treaty is America's curse on the future of Israel. If I'm America. Man. Sorry, he totally said America. Like, not ironically. That was amazing what just happened. Not vote this down. We must have a veto-proof bill, or we, the United States of America, are in direct line of fire to receive the judgment of God. The day America... <laughs> judgment of good. 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 Go ahead. Let's Googler? do this thing. It has... Good. And this like my mom, millions like... of... Millions of dollars. I could talk more precise on a microphone than this asshole can. <laughs> uh, I don't have nearly enough necks and enough fucking folds. I guess I don't know. <laughs> let me just eat, let me just go start eating sticks of butter, and maybe I'll be able to be this guy in a few. No, you also Ooh. gotta believe some crazy ass bullshit. Nuclear. It's back on Nuclear. Israel. Will be the day God turns his back on us, and this treaty that John Kerry has just signed with Iran is a treaty that God Almighty is watching. What do, they have, on, do they have some like like thing in their brain that pre- prevents them from saying Iran? Like <laughs> what it actually is? Like Iran. 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 Like they can't actually say Iran. Like Iran. even though we have all those sounds in English, those, those <laughs> it's not like it's not like we're just pulling them out of the air. It's not like the 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 Russian sound. Um, what am I thinking? It's uh, zra. Like we don't. Yeah. Like they, we don't, It's not like a zra sound that we just don't Zrasvice. have. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, it's not like that. Uh, no. It's we have the sounds e er ah n. We have all those sounds. Wrong. You just can't say Iran. Like they can't do it. <laughs> Man. Iran. Oh God. So so apparently. God is going to just stand there wagging his finger at us. Don't you sign that goddamn treaty. Don't you fucking do it. This is your last chance. Last (laughs) chance, John. What's his name? Fucking Glenn Beck would say. God. Oh, man. And I only have one more here. And this comes from the... I should have brought this up with Kim Davis originally because (laughs) marriage equality will bar all Christians from public office. Oh, for hell's sake. You know, because one plus one equals Q in this yeah. case. One could only hope. Purple, because aliens don't wear hats. 
<laughs> My favorite color is honey. <laughs> I'd rather have Scientologists in office than Christians. I like I to drink and eat. I mean, I don't think that, like, it would be worse. I'm just saying I wouldn't prefer. Yeah, but they're, my, my favorite. they're a minority. My favorite food <laughs> type is black. <laughs> my favorite hair color is bald. Are based on <laughs> I've heard from Republican leaders, and I say Republican mm-hmm. versus conservative, because I, I can't see how a conservative could have the viewpoint that this woman who's simply seeking accommodation for her religious views, that she should be forced to resign her, or that she should resign her position. I mean, she's not being forced. She's not being forced. You're unable to do the goddamn job. Then you should resign from it. If I couldn't eat cheese, because there are some people who are allergic to milk, not lactose, allergic to milk. If I couldn't eat cheese, maybe I shouldn't be a cheesemonger. Just saying, mm-hmm. just throwing that out there. No, I have known cheesemongers who can't do cow's milk. That's a possibility. No. Sure, there's lots of sheep and goat milk. Um, but like, if I can't actually do my job, or let's say I had a, if I had a moral position against ham, <laughs> and that I couldn't even touch ham maybe I shouldn't work in a deli. Now, that's not my personal opinion. I will cut you some pancetta all day. But... <laughs> it just reminds me of the, the, the Muslim lady that got suspended for not serving drinks on the flight. And it's yeah. like, okay, they, they did the right thing. They suspended her because she's obviously unable to do the parts of her job that are required of her. Well, I think... And I, I, I read in my, the story the that I she... She had in the story, she had a deal worked out with other flight attendants on a flight, like a a crew of people that she worked with that like, look, I don't want to handle, you know, alcohol because I just found out as me being a recently converted Muslim that I should not be handling alcohol. Oh, for hell's sake, that's a stupid fucking rule. And I don't think it has any I don't think it has a I don't think it has a prohibition against handling it. It just has a prohibition against you, you know, imbibing it. Right. Well, well read, it probably depends on but, whatever church she's in. Yeah, then again, you still can't get alcohol in most of the Islamic countries except, you know, because you can. You know, there's, yeah, they're not supposed to serve it because then they're condoning sin, which makes them as bad as the sinner. And so somebody well, finally called her out like, like, look, I don't want to do my job and your job. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I've, re- I've so, read as of now, she was actually fired. Hooray! <laughs> uh, my company, yeah, the company, good I'm for the here, airline company. Like, I'm sorry, they just you, move them. Like, move them, just move Why them don't up. they put her in like the call center or something? She still gets all the benefits and like doesn't have to do anything. I mean, she has, she does have to do something because I've done call center work and it fucking sucks. And you do work very hard. I'm not saying that, but if she doesn't have to do anything that would abs- would conflict with her morality at all, ever. But the Ever. the real the real comedy behind all of these people, you know, claiming you know religious exemption and everything, is that it, it is just them making shit up from their own mind. It it is a, a supposed quote unquote law that was written by sheep herding fucking copper age people. I don't even think they were copper age, bronze age. I don't remember. But anyway, um, they're they're making. There's they, a they reason these... the Scandinavian. Country. 
the stuff the came Scandinavian f- countries don't pay attention to any of this and they're like eh, i don't really believe any of it it's because their education is so high that they yeah. can understand that this is all bronze age shit but in the united states our education is shit man like i mean it's okay compared to some other places mm-hmm. but fuck man like these people don't like they're like yeah i was told this so it must be true like there's there's no critical thinking value in this country anymore there used to be there's not anymore they're like and for for some reason it's become a you know religion the religion states thou shall not eat ham okay I, I won't eat ham that's how a responsible religious person should behave when it comes to these kind of laws but what it comes out being is like thou shalt not eat ham oh well, I better make sure nobody else eats any ham because I am a good religious person. Religion no, but that's, good. You know? But that's kind of built into the religion, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, a, a sensible person would say, I don't want to eat ham, so I'm not going to force it. That's a sensible position to take. But now, nowadays, right. it's, I'm offended. But the religions don't say that. But that's that's how the religions are. That they That if you allow it to happen, then you are participating in it. You are as good as eating ham. And so, but I'm not going to. But remember, why? Why do we have these established religions? The the established religions weren't based out of a faith based conviction. I'm sorry, because the ones the the religions when they started, when they were faith based, didn't have all these rules. Like, look at all the pagans. Like. When they were kind of dis- disparate, non-organized things, like they were just like sex, like that, <laughs> like yes, yeah. Uh, they didn't have all these rules and the concepts of sin and horrid, horrible things. It was only once they became established religions, they're about a method of control, and it's about controlling your population and controlling your income and your power, and. That's what religion is about, is about control. So, of course, of course, these people who have absolute convictions in their religion are actually trying to control the behaviors of others because that's what their religion is telling them to do, is to control the populace. Yep. And to bring it back to Mr. fucking Hagee, do you know who else is against the Iran deal or any further Iranian deals? The Ayatollah Khomeini. (laughs) <laughs> so he's sharing great company there both of you guys are religious fucking zealots and you have no idea what you're talking about and you're you're using your position to keep people who want to live a normal life down and essentially so, they're basically praying to the same god yep i think i talked about it last episode where it's it's just a different chapter <laughs> yep exactly it's it's see let's it's it's uh the book of abraham volume one book of abraham volume two christ's revenge book of abraham volume three uh muhammad appears and then book of abraham four (laughs) (laughs) sorry i just really appreciate that that last bit yeah 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 yeah. but no and then he ascends on a horse right a horse with a human face i think is what it was (laughs) oh this shit's getting weird Fuck, I love these religious books. They're weird. I, I, rem- well, I think I remember I had a social studies book that had like I remember pouring over religious stuff at an early age like, wow, they believe this stuff. That must really have happened because, you know, I didn't know any better as a kid. 
like they, if all these people believe it, that must really have happened because I didn't know argument from ignorance, you know, or argument right. ad populum, you know. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, well, um, I. I'm like, I want to see yeah, a I death match this. between Christ and Muhammad. That'd be awesome. Ooh. <laughs> Jesus thing. Christ with Muhammad, or LDS Jesus with Muhammad. LDS Jesus. Hey, I've heard uh, that if LPS Jesus come back wearing a fucking red cape, we're all in for it. So, <laughs> and we're gonna get to that just here. Show the fuck up now, because if I'm wrong, I you know what? I kind of hope I'm wrong. I really kind of hope I'm wrong, and that I get to go and stand in front of God when I'm dead. This God that they believe in, which I really, 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 really impre- like birth control levels of sure here that doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stand in, I, I hope that I get to stand in front of this guy and be like, what the fuck, dude? And then they're going to be like, and then you will cower in fear as he sends you to hell. And I've actually been planning this out with other atheists. Uh, rebellion will be led. Yep. Mm-hmm. We are taking over hell. And I really think the devil's going to be in on this. I really think he's going to enjoy this idea. So we're going to take over hell. Well, he was going to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying he was cast out too, and he was the good guy. So then we will lead this rebellion against God. He's the guy that wanted humanity to have knowledge. He didn't want us to be dumb people. Mm -hmm. I want their book to be real too. I want their book to be real. Because then I can be a wizard like Saruman, and I can ride off on a magical unicorn. Because that's all in their book. That I could be a sorcerer and have magical powers and unicorns. Oh, yeah, if that book is real, that means I can actually be a witch, because thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. And that means that witches can actually exist, and I actually want to be that. So Harry Potter is as real as the Bible. Well, yeah. I just want to meet a talking donkey. I mean, (laughs) I've I've wanted to cosplay as Shrek and have a talking donkey my whole life. (laughs) That is the, one of the best uses of biblical mythology I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> Cosplay in Shrek and use your talking donkey. God damn it, X, donkey. I love you. Donkey! Would he talk like a black man? <laughs> nah, he would have to have the sassy black chewy. man voice. Sassy black nah, man. He's too, too oh, lord! <laughs> Shrek oh, X, stop. Stop what you're doing right now. Don't do that thing that you just did. <gasps> did I ever tell you guys that my aunt killed a guy? You guys want some Wait, what? What? Yeah. Out of nowhere. Wow. <laughs> no, because that's the Lord. The gentle segue. I will. No, no that's. <laughs> it's about black people and her impersonation of black people, and it's really, really oh. offensive. Uh, and he killed somebody? Or another time. No, my aunt killed somebody. My aunt killed a guy. Oh. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's not a joke. It was really, really uncomfortable story. Uh, and okay, so she killed, she killed somebody. She killed somebody through both poor decisions and an action because she was a nurse. So she didn't, like, stab a guy in the heart. But I will tell you that story some other time. But she went, whoop, fuck you. You don't get morphine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And it I was, was gonna do the complete, I was gonna totally do the whole white guy privilege thing, like, but my black friends would have laughed at that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Jermaine Jamal, I'll be sending you a link to this. Let me know if it, you approve or not. Oh, that's even worse. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm doing it for jokes. Know, Come yeah, on. 
<laughs> you, you know that I will step on almost any toe just to make a giggle. You because would. I'm doing it out of jokes. I, I'll i say horribly offensive shit, and you know, I'll pay the penalty later. No. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you can find me at Madbrook Donuts. I'm going to keep sitting here and saying, shh, don't do that. It's okay. It's okay. Well, I, I <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that thing. I, when I, I went to... I remember one of the most embarrassing... And this I'm going to share with you guys. You're here. Let's crowd around the fire here. Let's talk okay. about this little... Funny little thing that happened to X when he was a little child growing up in the Deep South. <laughs> I went to a school predominantly black. I mean, it was like 98% black, 2% other. All right. And I literally mean other. Like, I was a, one of the white kids in the school, and there was a Mexican kid. Oh, well done. Yeah. So it was really very much other. I mean, this was back before we, any of us knew what racism was. We were just kids. We didn't care. Right. So we were having like a school project going on and the teacher's like, yeah, I want you guys to draw. I want you guys to draw little Richard. And I'm like, I don't know who little Richard is. I don't know what it is. And she's like, you know, just have him there with his bow tie on with his Jerry curl and saying, Ooh, Lordy. And I'm like, I don't know this reference. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. If they would have just said like draw the guy's voice from like a uh, little shop of horrors, I'd be like, oh fuck, I got this one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not, not not the same guy, but you know, styled after him. Right. That's 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 one of those fucking things that sticks with me to this day. I'm like, I didn't know who Little Richard was when I was like three, like not three, but like in third grade. Uh, little Richard. Every time I think of him, I think of the brave, uh, what, the brave toaster, the brave little toaster, the brave little toaster. toaster. Yeah, 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 brave little toaster. Yep, that's what I think of every time. And then I think of hmm. the vacuum sucking up his own cord and almost dying. Wasn't that Phil Hartman? I don't know. Fuck, man, I just remember. I, I, haven't, was... I haven't rewatched this. Are you kidding me? I'm letting my nostalgia stay right where it is. I haven't rewatched it. I'm not going to ruin this movie for the like the warm place it has in my heart. I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such films. <laughs> you know. Final <laughs> Hunts, man. I, I that reference is making you very old. For somebody who's always Aww. complaining about being so young, yes! you referring to the brave little toaster, it kind of <laughs> exposes how old you are. <laughs> I, I know, John. 26. I know why. I know that the save icon is a floppy disk. All right. I remember. A time before the internet. I remember a time before the internet. I still. You're an old I lady with gray hairs, hair. with your walker oh, hobbling down the street. Oh, you're cute, but no. Uh, let's see. Uh, Phil Hartman was the voice of the air conditioner. Oh yes. <laughs> I remember the air conditioner. Oh, and John Lovitz was the little radio, and it was an electric blanket. And he was always like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" Yeah. I love the Brave Little Toaster. I love that's that. a good movie. I don't care yeah. anybody says that's you know a good what? flick. Maybe I'll don't watch it. any of the sequels. No, don't do that thing. That's like going I back. And I, didn't, to watch, I uh, didn't watch any of the sequels when I was a kid, and I was still like, Mm-mm. don't go back and watch uh, Land Before Time, especially when you find out that Ducky, her dad, killed her <laughs> in real life. Oh God! Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh. Oh, I because can never, ever, ever, I can never watch the never-ending story ever again. Oh, why not? Uh, never-ending story was my shit when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> not related to Ducky. 
No, do you remember? Hmm? No, it is. Do you remember how traumatized you were when the kid and the horse died? Do you remember? Artex. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was horrid, right? It was like heartbreaking. Yeah, that horse yeah, because... actually died. No fucking way. Yes. yes. That the was actually died. real? It, yeah. No, well, yeah. The rig broke and the kid nearly drowned and the horse mm-hmm. actually drowned in that mud. What? No fucking oh, shit. Yeah. Watch yeah. that movie again. No, I can't. Mm-mm. No, that's like some smut porn. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, I'm it's bad. I can watch that's... it with Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. X, X, I'm... I'm on it. I'm on it tonight. <laughs> you guys didn't know me the other podcast. I was offensive as fuck. I, I'm continuing the trend tonight. <laughs> Oh, let's see. I think that's it for the big news that we have here. We're going to be back in a second with a relatively short main segment. I mean, we're not going to do too long because, you know, it's Sunday night and it's been a long ass weekend. Anyway, we'll catch you again here in a second. Do you keep your doubts about religion to yourself? Do you have questions about God that you never ask? We have a better way. American Atheist offers a diverse community for people exploring reality, religion-free. American Atheists is leading the charge for equality and the separation of religion and government. Join the most vibrant atheist community in the country. Your voice matters because equality matters. Okay, and this is our last break of the show tonight, and we are going to move into the main topic and we do kind of have to expedite it a little bit because, you know, we went really over in the main topic there. Not the main topic, but the uh, the heavy news. And for this break, we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and apocalyptic theories. Because apparently, let's see, not apparently, 9-11 happened 14 years ago. And mm-hmm. that's led the world, left the world with a shitload of conspiracy theories. Of which I was a truther for a long time. Well, yeah. because your feelings because, can't melt steel beams. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it was just a lot of it was circumstantial evidence. It was, you know, beliefs rather than scientific knowledge. And, you know, but people are going to believe what they want to believe. I mean, like, how did they find the the, uh, the ID of the Saudi Arabia person, but they couldn't find this, that and the other. And it's like, OK, I need to stop really aligning myself with this kind of people. I just can't take it anymore. But conspiracy theories, why do we think they thrive so much? Because it gives people some sort of... I'm going to actually... It's not a comfort. It's just a... No, it's a sense of uh, power. (laughs) Uh, So we all want to be special. We all want to be unique, which we are. Uh, We are all unique. Our genetic makeup that makes up a person is remarkably unique and fantastic. And if you understand the science of genetics and how all of those things come together and you combine that with your particular upbringing, everyone is remarkably unique. And that's fantastic. That's a great thing. But it's easy to forget that. It's easy to forget that... uh, we have something to contribute in when we are just another cog in the machine. It feels like sometimes, you know, you, yeah. you go to work and you, you're not important at work and mm. you're not important in the day to day. And people look past you. It's easy to forget that you are unique and your perspective is 
is special. Um, even if it's not going to be remembered forever, even if you're not going to be famous. I mean, and we do kind of have a cult of celebrity here in the United States. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. A little bit. Uh, it's easy to forget that just because you're not, <laughs> just because you're not going to be remembered, I mean, we are all going to turn to dust. And even the most famous of us will be forgotten. Jesus Christ will someday, even if he, I don't even, I'm not even convinced he was a real person, but even all yeah. of our myths and the greatest, the gods that you've all heard of will eventually be completely and totally forgotten. Uh, so just because you're going to be forgotten doesn't mean that you're not important on a level, uh, on, a, on a significant level, in my opinion. I, I think the individual is is the most important. Until I get uh, a cyborg it, body. To, to quote the doctor, <laughs> Doctor Who, to quote the doctor, what's the most dangerous thing in the world? An ordinary man. And he doesn't mean man he means mankind you know he was he was specifically talking about one man but he was he he in that quote it's specific. oh but he loves the humans <laughs> because we propagate the universe you know well he, he loves the humans because we're weird we have <laughs> we are weird indomitable so spirit weird. and survivors to the end what one, one uh, only needs to see the episodes with uh not rose what the hell was the is yeah rose was the the one that was in uh, after Eccleston, wasn't it? After Billy Piper, she was. She was the first. She was the companion with Eccleston, and then she was when a year. Okay, so who am, who am I thinking that was the the redhead after? God damn it! Oh, Donna so Noble. Yeah, Donna. Donna's Donna Noble dad or grandpa, like, wherever you. God, I love Donna Noble. God, I love Donna Noble. Um, I didn't realize what what royalty she was until I was watching The Office, and I'm like, who is this lady? Why do they have her on here? And then I started watching <laughs> Doctor Who, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, she lost a ton of weight to be on The Office. Uh, not that she needed to. No. <laughs> she didn't need Sorry. to, but she she did. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so conspiracy theories. <laughs> but I, so I think, that, I think that these people who take these conspiracy theories and and they have that attitude, nothing can convince me this this – a skewed concept of skepticism comes from a place of wanting to feel important, wanting to feel special and different. They are, in their minds, the counterculture, which there is, it's good to be counterculture sometimes. Yeah. Within reason, within skepticism. Sometimes, to a point. <laughs> right. Sometimes we need to question the culture. We need to qu question the status quo. And it's fine to question the, the things that your government produces. And it's fine to question the information that you're given. But don't take it to a place where I cannot be convinced otherwise because that's not skepticism. And the thing is that there is a ton of independent sources there's a ton of independent research into the 9-11 attacks, and they all say the same thing, that it was a bunch of very desert-dwelling religious extremists who wanted to hurt us. Isn't that in and of itself a conspiracy? Because, you know, not everybody should agree on things, as we would get with the climate change people. <laughs> no, but if it's replicatable evidence, then yes, everyone yeah, that's evidence that was financed by the Illuminati. Excuse oh, me. Oh, God. <laughs> the correct pronunciation is replicable. Replicable. Well, no, I was 
parodying, you know, <laughs> ignorance. I know. So. I was, I was, just going for the I was pretending to be a Dundare ignoramus. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's a sense of power. It's a sense of a, uniqueness. That's a big word for a fourteen-year-old. I think it's a. It comes from a place. Oh, 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 oh just a Smith reference. Nice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But that's my that's my yeah. process. So I mean, we have the nine eleven conspiracy stuff, and I I came to my more rational way of thinking when I realized like, okay, these are the people I've been listening to are fringe folk that wear tinfoil. I mean, jokingly wear tinfoil hats. And want to believe that the government is out to destroy blah, 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 or, you know, go to war with all these other countries. And then I start thinking about it and I'm like, I work for the government. <laughs> you, you guys won't find out which one, but, you know, there's yeah. no way in fucking hell they could coordinate something this well. That's that's where my skepticism started coming from. <laughs> because when I started working for the government, I was yeah. like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I'm like I, I can't get an an asshole fired for not physically doing their job. What yeah. makes you think that you'd be able to replicate stealing planes? Oh, wait, shooting military hardware at a building and you, you then projecting a hologram on it. <laughs> to quote Penn and Teller, and it was specifically Penn who said this, but Teller totally wasn't on this. Uh, to quote them, uh, Watergate is the answer to all of this. You think that they could keep, like, they couldn't keep Watergate under. You think that people can keep, like, that many people can just keep their mouth shut? The grandson of the guy who made up the Bigfoot footprints, speaking of conspiracy theories, the guy, <laughs> like, so there was those Bigfoot footprints that the guy found and he did, mo like, molds of, and he's like, total mm -hmm. evidence. His grandson came out and was like, yeah, no, he totally made that up, and here's the thing he made. Here's Here's the foot in itself. <laughs> yeah, he made this to make those. Like, I, like, like if you, like, seriously, that own guy's grandson couldn't keep quiet. Which makes you think that, like, this long after the moon landing, somebody hasn't come forward. What makes you like that is serious? Like, people are gonna, people come out with it. Edward Snowden. They couldn't keep the NSA quiet for how long? Like, this modern, like, the internet and modern technology is so young, and Edward Snowden came out. What the fuck makes you think that we don't have more information on 9-11 yet? If, if that was the case. What the fuck makes you think that the government is hiding the moon landing still? No. No. Yeah. I am so sorry. And by the way, what the fuck does the government have to gain from hiding the moon landing nowadays? <laughs> But when you, no. I mean, the the moon landing is a kind of a unique one because you think about it and you're like, what's more, pro I mean, this is only Occam's razor me talking here. It's like we faked a shoot of going to the moon or we actually went and landed on the moon and then came back. And I'm jo I'm jokingly bringing yeah, this up because one is, one is the most fantastical one that you could think of. And we actually fucking did it. And the other this one is, you know. You know, just like is the conspiracy theory. So, I mean, I could see why certain ones begin and certain ones propagate over time. But then a whole bunch of them, I, I can't understand how people can believe this kind of stuff. Like you have the David Icke kind of stuff. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but he's the guy that believes that uh, a lot of the senior figures in politics around the world are actually reptilian humans. Oh, I love that one. Where they were a species of dinosaur that went underground 
when the meteor hit and they've evolved over time and they're secretly running everything and you mean the lizard people from doctor who essentially but not even <laughs> that cool well that's because even then they're talking about even then even the yeah but uh homo it was homo reptilius in doctor who <laughs> Yeah, yeah Homer Reptilius and Doctor Who, and they were uh, they were like, okay, all that conspiracy theory stuff is nonsense. Like even in that show where the reptilian <laughs> people actually exist, we're like, Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> I love the reoccurring character they have with the reptilian human. That's a like a Sherlock Holmes <laughs> based in Victorian England that's solving oh, the crime. Or and she's and lesbian, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> isn't that fantastic? That Oh, Doctor, Which I Doctor think... Who, even before like that was totally kosher, they were like, yeah, we've got a bisexual guy on, and that's normal. Like, the thumb our nose nobody, nobody you. pointed oh, it Captain out. Oh, Captain Jack? Yes, Captain Jack. Oh, man. Nobody oh, pointed it out. He, he came him. from a time where sexuality was just what it was. And so he's Whatever. like, sure, yeah. And then it's the fluid actor, like it really is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the actor is actually gay, but he was like, yeah, I'll play a fluid sexual person. And oh, John Perriman's oh, by the way, charming as hell, that guy. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was in Salt Lake, Lake this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. What was he shooting? For Comic-Con. No, oh. Comic-Con's not this weekend. It's in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's anyway, coming. He, he will he be was, here. He was here uh, in uh, February. <laughs> whatever Fanex was, right? And... Yeah, January, February, I think so. Yeah. Or whatever. He was here and they had the TARDIS thing up and there were some people taking pictures and he like just jumped in the picture. And he took like pictures with like five people. Anyway. You know, uh, Kyle's going to be supremely disappointed because Doctor Who is his shit. (laughs) It's his wheelhouse for real. No, it's my shit too. Have you you ever seen... you, You saw him once, but I don't know if you got to catch a glimpse of his tattoo when we were there at the bar. His whole cap is... Doctor Who tat? Yeah, his whole calf is a TARDIS. Oh! And like, no You'll have to check it out next time where we, you guys meet him in public. Like, show me your tattoo! I want to see it! <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> so, I'm here for the episode where Kyle's not here, who is the <laughs> number one Whovian. <laughs> he is a huge Whovian. He's the guy that turned me on to it. And oh, uh, I, sub- I, subsequently, I when we did... Um, when we He was at Fanex... Or no, was it Comic Con last? Year? Oh, shit, I can't remember which one it was, but he actually got to like meet a lot of the doctors like via the website that we run together. Oh, nice! And so he was, he was like in nerd heaven that he got to meet a lot of the old doctors and Jealous. be on panels and stuff like that. It was it was a good time for him. I'm I'm glad that he got that bit, little bit of happiness in his life. It was really cool. That's cooler so, than meeting the- like a bunch of ex presidents. <laughs> Yes. And then on the uh, <laughs> on the other coin of conspiracy theory, because we we understand why, and we understand that you know a lot of people are are subsequent to fall to these things. They're they're subject to fall to these things. They understand a lot of people may not see that there's truth in it. You know that there are. I mean, there might be a kernel of truth in their giant web of lies, which could be a question that we need to answer for them. But it's when they when they pile upon it with other shit and it gets even more outlandish and everything. That's well, when that's just that's when fun when it goes from being fun little conspiracy. Believe in ghosts are 
Yeah. So there's there's uh there's there's the questioning like ah that doesn't sound plausible. Please provide more evidence. And then they're going here's what I actually think. It's the same thing as the people with the ghosts. You know. Yeah. They're uh the the same thing with the people that goes they're like i can't explain this thing that happened i guarantee you that i i, I can't promise anyway they're there i can't explain this thing that happened so it must be ghosts i'm going to substitute <laughs> my preferred theory that is culturally accepted and so it must be good. So I'm going to substitute my. And so then they're going to do the same thing with the conspiracy theories. Uh, the government explanation doesn't sound plausible. So I'm going to substitute my own information that makes me feel good and has been validated by other people. Uh, Why does it got to be ghosts every time? I wish it could be a wizard. You know, well, I, I want somebody just, to say it. Can people just get creative? Fucking fairies. For once, can somebody just say fairies? Because like, then I would be like. I've actually met somebody who said fairies. <laughs> Did you like take two steps away immediately? Yeah, seriously. Well, I was I, like, I, that, four, that I would do that. Well, I was like 14 years old, and she was an old, like 80 something year old woman. And uh, she was trying to tell me that fun. fairies were real. Well, yeah, fairies were in vogue uh, about 80 years ago. <laughs> fairies were well, in no, vogue. Like 100 a years ago. Go. Yeah. Well, but you got to. And, and yeah. uh, I was able, like, that probably helped me transition away from Mormonism into more of a skeptical mindset that led me to atheism. Like, oh, come on, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I, meeting her and being like, well, that's just completely batshit crazy. Also, believing that, you know, submarines and Space Jesus is real is also crazy. Wait, there's a submarine Jesus? Space. Wait. No, you sub, don't know much about, about Mormonism, don't you? <laughs> oh, I know about the submarines, but like the way you the, the, the way that it was commented in your talking there, it sounded like there's a submarine Jesus and a space Jesus. No, there's just And so I was like submarine Jesus. Well, yeah. Wait, of course he has a beard, of course. But. You don't think Jesus with was with them when they were in the submarines? Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have the energy to just even. I can't even right now. I yeah. can't even on a scale of <laughs> one to eleven. I can't even. Like, <laughs> submarine space and, Jesus, fuck it all. <laughs> and I'm and I'm one hundred percent completely coherent and cogent right now. My drinks did not work on me tonight. Fuck you, pasta dinner that I had. Yeah, that'll do that it. I, I, <sighs> you guys. And so I, had I can't a even. Hot dog. I had a hot dog with a bun that had added sugar. So I ate junk food. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you had a hot dog. Well, actually, so, okay. So, sorry, side note. Side note, but I kind of want to. I want to brag a little bit, but also. Did it come with the side of mayonnaise? Mayonnaise on it sorry. because I really like ketchup. I, I really like fry sauce on my hot dog. That's not a joke. Um, but, <laughs> so I did both mayo and ketchup because I really like fry sauce. You can take the girl out of Utah. But you can't take the Utah out of the girl. Man. <laughs> like, I love fry sauce. It's the best shit ever. Um, <laughs> Utah girl, really Catholic? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Gauntlet's well, been thrown. Landon's saying he's more of a girl than you are. <laughs> I'm more of a Mormon girl than her. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> now, I'm... I'm related to the Mormons the all the way back on, to the, the freaking New York. Uh, but yeah, so I got down anyway, to 100. Sorry. I got down to 123 pounds, which is great because I was 120 in high school. So I'm like, fuck yeah! And for my for my height, all of five one, because uh, I'm tiny. Uh, that's actually a very healthy weight. But I'm terrified of like losing way too much more, so I've increased my calories. So there's that. I, I have, I'm twice the mass you are. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm tiny though. I'm five one. And then some, and then a baby or two. I'm five one. I should, I, sh- <laughs> 123 pounds is a very healthy weight for me. I'm kidding. I'm at a very unhealthy weight. That's I, oh, all. I'm gonna get all here. here. Weight X. That's that's success weight. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag winning. <laughs> so uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about, and this this kind of lines in with the uh, conspiracy theory stuff, only because there is a blood moon event coming up at the end of this month. Oh, that's right. There's the blood and it, it is also going to be Which are a, cool, by the way. Yeah, really cool. But it's also going to be a, a, a eclipse of the moon as well. And so we have this giant thing coming up at the end of September, and there is, right now is a LDS book writer. I can't remember her name, and I apologize for not coming better prepared, but fuck you. It's it's free. Shut up. <laughs> um, she wrote a book about going beyond the veil, you know, and uh, seeing flashes of what the future is going to be and uh, how there, there were people living in tent cities of white in the mountains and. So there's a Super apparently creepy. faith is just creepy to me nowadays. Okay, so I've gone past the angry atheist phase, which you should like. I, I understand you're new to you're you lose your faith, you're new to atheism, and you get angry because you've been lied to and you've been deceived and you've been controlled and manipulated for your entire life. And I understand that you're angry, um, but I've gone past that now, where I'm like not angry anymore, where I'm just like, okay, that's creepy. So move on. She. To white tents or something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm firmly dark side of the force, so I I embrace my anger. <laughs> but, oh, well, um, I get angry, but I'm not like yeah. that. But kind anyway, of she's um she's saying that the end of this month we could be seeing a market downfall because you know the economies in other in other countries aren't doing so okay, well. Okay, wait. She's a Mormon. You said she's a yeah. Mormon. Okay. First of all, so she's she a should woman. be getting. Yeah, she should shut up, right? Yeah, because she's a woman. First of all, <laughs> so she shouldn't. She shouldn't be getting any revelations, like Just except for her household. Sh- but her husband's revelations outweigh her revelations, which is just some bullshit. Um, yeah. So, because why? So she's saying, why the hell would God give different revelations to different people? So her husband's revelations outweigh hers. Second, uh, so unless the like, she should not be getting revelations for anyone, basically ever at all, because she's not the prophet. My revelation is you get back in that kitchen and make me a sandwich before I send you past the veil again. Exactly. Fuck Fucking all that shit. In- uh. Patriarchal Mormon Church. Yay, hello. Yay! Uh, They're not sexist, though. Women have babies. That makes them equal. <laughs> that makes them more than men because they get to do cosmos. Yes, that's, that's that's so special. Can you imagine <laughs> anything more important than having babies? Yeah, changing the fucking world. 
for instance. <laughs> hey, wait. So anyway, she's talking about the end of this month with the there's going to be a, a series of earthquakes, a market downfall, and it's going to lead to the end times. Okay, first Didn't... of all, it's third quarter. We're not yet yeah. to the holidays. So yeah, there's going to be a downside in the market. Um, yeah. Earthquakes happen all the fucking time. Constantly. Yeah, that's what I was telling my kids earlier today. I'm like, you guys realize, I mean, they haven't seen many shooting stars, maybe one or two. And I'm like, you guys realize that those hit the earth like every second, right? Yeah. All <laughs> like time. all over the fucking place. The mm-hmm. the earth is constantly getting heavier. <laughs> Didn't because we're co- we're collecting stuff the whole time. We're eating our, our earth is eating shooting stars. The earth is eating shooting stars. Yes. yes. It's devouring. Mm-hmm. Eating them up. Didn't and sometimes P- P- giant- say that? Yeah, fucking Pat. <laughs> no, he he actually said the exact same thing that the market downfall is a result of gay marriage or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we played that audio clip on like our show a week or so ago. But no. when these people come she's up, she's saying these the same thing. She's saying a lot of the same thing. They and always with, say that that there will be economic people will that like there will be, be times of turmoil. And, you know. Yeah, times of turmoil. Yeah, but this is the beginning of this is the time of sorrows. Glenn Beck and the white woman and her white Mike uh, white cameraman. Yeah, her being shot by a, a gay Jehovah's Witness black guy. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness. That really needs to be underscored. Uh, <laughs> but the black people being shot in their own church by a white guy was not. That's not no, no, not the beginning of sorrows. No, just that one white woman. Now I'm not saying that her death was like less important. Like I'm just saying, dude, seriously. Yeah, for real. But so uh, yeah, with all these people with the, their apocalyptic theories, and I think we were talking at a break. I don't know if we said it on the show, but what's the uh, success rate so far of apocalyptic theories? 100%. Oh, that's right. Zero. (laughs) Not one has been predicted correctly. And there was no global flood. So just stop that right there. There was no global flood. And so even if she was to be, quote unquote, tweet, tweet, right about there being times of turmoil. But guess what? Things crest and they trough all the time. (laughs) They go up and they go down. They, but it's a genuine it's the, upward trend until we go extinct. <laughs> we're we're at the time just before the holidays, but people are starting to think about the holidays, so they're not spending as much. Besides, we just had back to school, so people are kind of like, ah, I just spent a bunch of money on back to school. So they're kind of not spending a whole lot right now. And we haven't quite hit Halloween, which is kind of like the beginning of the holidays, so let's all be honest. Which is second Christmas in Utah. God, I love <laughs> Halloween. God, I love Halloween. Fucking but the Yes, it's like, like I said, bad pagan because I actually don't believe it, and I. <laughs> so Samhain's like one of the only ones I actually celebrate, but mostly because I just I've always loved Halloween. <laughs> but my point being, so yeah, in the next few weeks, there's not going to be an awesome economic turnout, and we're probably going to see a little bit of a drop in the stock market. And if people are in the stock market, they know oh, this happens, they just stick with it. Like, don't panic. You know, that's why they call it bear and bull markets. They know which when to buy and when to sell, you know. These things do happen. They have trends. It's a thing. These things do happen. But it just it just bothers me that there are people perfectly willing right now to end everything and, you know, go up to the mountains with their trailers and everything and well then again we come It doesn't help special. with the Mormon church being this this apocalyptic death cult anyway. 
So they certainly are that. Uh, they've toned it down a little bit, though. Like, you don't rub your thumb across your neck and your stomach to say that you'd be willing to have your throat cut and be eviscerated if you reveal the te- secrets of the temple. Yeah, you don't do the pain. Uncomfortable. Pele ale, you know, the at the Adamic. You know where they got that from, though, right? Script. You know where they got the cutting your throat, cutting your stomach thing? The Freemasons. Yeah. And my grandpa, who is a 32nd level Freemason, who we don't actually speak to anymore, not because he's a Freemason, but mostly because he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> he so Sorry. is. That's great. <laughs> uh, he can tell you exactly. Okay. So they it's a secret, like supposed to be a super secret thing. Yeah. You want to learn about the Freemasons? Ask a Freemason about them because they do not treat it like it's secret. They're like, sure, let me tell you everything. And here's how you join. Like, they're fucking secret society, my ass. You want to find out about it? They do not give a shit. Uh, Which is fine. It's weird how close that is to Mormonism. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. You no, know, it has nothing to do with Joseph Smith being a, a Mason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Saying that. Third do you know level. Do you know how many Mormons told me? They're like, no, Joseph Smith wasn't a Mason. I'm like. Yes, he was. Really? Sure sign of the nail. Come on. His That's last words were a Freemason cry for help. Yeah, he was definitely a Mason. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and finish off the show with our features for this week. Oh, but uh, I don't, funny thing, sorry, I don't, really quick. I just want to like okay. point out, we're talking conspiracy theories. Uh, I actually had somebody tell me, and I'm quoting here, the Freemasons are the most evil people on the planet. And I'm like, yeah, my grandpa's an asshole, but evil. evil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's funny that we ended on the Masons there. Sorry. Just... <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Seemed like a great place to tie it up there. <laughs> um, so for something I'm going to share with the audience, because I don't have a higher low for this week, because, I mean, it's been pretty uneventful. Uh, let's see. I was going to share with you guys about this type of Pepsi that I found, but that's kind of just banal and boring. I mean, who really that wants to talk sweet. about that? You found Pepsi Zero? No, that's Pepsi Max. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> You know, artificial no, but sweeteners actually increased obesity, right? I know. Okay, good. I know. There's empirical I... evidence for that. That's not. But they're so delicious. Actually, not really. Oh. <laughs> real sugar is way more delicious, but I can't even handle real sugar anymore. Like, unless it's like fruit or like naturally. No, and here that maybe that maybe I will make this the thing then because Coke used to have a uh, drink called C two. That sounds where. Awful. It, I mean, it was a. It was supposed to be, you know, Coke divided by two, so you get half the calories. It was like sweetened, but not as sweetened as you would get with a Coke. So it was half the sweetener in it. That sounds. Too- but now Pepsi has one where it's like only like sixty calories a can, which is a lot more livable than you know one hundred and sixty per twelve ounce serving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, still, it's and it takes it's an all a no for me, but yes. Yeah, but it mixes really well with vodka. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i had earlier tonight but i mean it, it didn't really work on me at all man i got a no sugar added cocktail for you that's just delightfully refreshing and i and, and i used to drink these while i still drink soda and i still thought they were delightfully refreshing hmm. so it's not right. like me like oh healthy drinking alcohol because you know when you're drinking poison eh. yeah <laughs> like, 
Like, I, I realize that drinking is not good for me. Right? But at the same time, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it makes me feel fine. I actually had an atheist kid today. So, first of all, this kid is going through some shit right now because he, like, super hates his half-brother or something. I don't know. He's just he's just a kid, and he's just feeling... He's, he's like, 10. He's at that age where he's kind of feeling rebellious and stuff. Um, well, I was loading some stuff into uh, one of our members' cars who was helping us out, and he, like, started, like, choking his brother out. And I'm like, dude, that's not cool. Don't you do that shit. I did say those words because I don't care about swearing in front of kids and he's like I don't care about being cool and I go he's like super nerdy kid and I'm like I can understand where you're coming from so I did I just said fine that's not acceptable under any circumstance (laughs) (laughs) and he went fine (laughs) uh he's like I don't care about being cool I'm like I don't care if you care about being cool that was not acceptable uh, but, uh, so I lit up a cigarette and I started smoking. He goes, smoking's bad for you and you shouldn't do that. And I said, I'm old enough to decide to do things that are bad for me. <laughs> my body. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> Shut I'm up, kid. I'm old enough to decide this for myself. Thank you very much. And he walked the fuck away. <laughs> like, damn right. <laughs> my body, bitch. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Well, you weren't choking out your sibling. So... Yeah, you weren't hurting not, anybody else. You I were was not hurting yourself. Anyone else. Yeah, well, I was making an yeah. unhealthy choice for myself. But in general, I make very healthy choices for myself, except for alcohol and cigarettes. God but damn. you would never blow that smoke in their face. Mm-hmm. I actually go out of my way to avoid smoking where it might make people uncomfortable. Or I try my very best to keep it from going at people. Not... Just just because a lot of people don't like the smell or whatever. Like, I don't need to, like, bug other people. Now, if I have gone out of my way to be off to the side and somebody happens to pass through my area, then fuck them. See, Felicia, you fit that stigma that the comedian said when he was smoking around non-smokers. He would actually blow smoke out of the back of his head. like they they'd move their lips around and the smoke would blow off to the side because yes smokers are very conscious about non-smokers right we had you have to be (laughs) well Well, yeah especially nowadays you could freaking go to jail for it i enjoy this thing but well i i'm not worried about going to jail for it (laughs) really i really don't think that's gonna be an issue um but i you know what like i don't need to force this on anyone but if i have stepped aside and tried to find like kind of isolate a space where i'm not in anyone's way i'm out of general foot traffic or like i'm you know i've I've definitely given it a buffer zone if somebody comes into my area then i'm not the asshole anymore (laughs) like and if i'm at a bar and I'm on a patio at a bar, you fuck right off. That is, I am in the acceptable zone. <laughs> yeah, we'll blow it right in your fucking face. I actually we don't care. Done, I have actually done that, like, blown it right in somebody's face because they were being a dick to me. Uh, well, they're there. That. They should be ready to accept that. Well, no, I mean, not, not about me smoking, um, but, like, about me being an atheist. Mm. So, you like, they, blew they smoke decide. in somebody's face because you're an atheist? 
Well, okay, no, they costed me and something about God or some shit. This has happened a few times, sorry. So I don't have a specific story because I, I got sick of remembering them. Uh, but they, like, it's like, I'm like, nah, I'm an atheist. I don't believe any of that. And so it turned into a lecture. So took a drag of my cigarette and like, just, just casually enough that it didn't seem like I was doing it intentionally, but I so was. Just blew it right in their fucking face. I'm like, yeah, I don't believe any of that shit either. <laughs> I know it's rude, but come on, man. I wasn't actually asking for your opinion. You came at me with this. That's funny. So, anybody want to finish up with... Actually, Felicia, that probably qualifies as your stranger in a strange land. <laughs> certainly does. That was my intention. So, Yes. And so, Landon, that leaves only you. What do you want to finish us off with this week? Um, wow. Way to put me on, <laughs> put Dude, me on the spot. Dude, you know the show. You are not on the spot. That is on you. <laughs> Come on, you can cop out and talk about a Pepsi like I did. All I wanted was a Pepsi, Mom. Just one Pepsi. Mm. Great song. I'm not crazy. You're the one that Never mind. Nobody wants to hear me croon. Don't know that song. You don't know um, Institutionalized by Suicidal Tendencies? Nope. She's Ooh. too young. Okay, Felicia. Hey, but his name is Mikey. He just wanted a Pepsi. I'm taking away Felicia's adult card. She's not old enough to Jesus know this shit. fucking Christ. I'm 26. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like 18. I'm not like a teenager. Fuck, man, I'm a lead cheesemonger. I'm president of atheism in Utah, for fuck's sake. I'm a co-host on this show. Jesus yeah, but she doesn't Christ. know that song. Ugh, fuck you, Landon, I'm done. <laughs> there we go. That's a good way. <laughs> Just, you know, revel in the idea that X and I will probably die before you. I look good for my age, so I'll, I'll take that. Gee, thanks. <laughs> not that I'm old, but seriously, people still like look at my ID and they're like, "I'm not sure." So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll you're take it. You're you're definitely not old. No. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck, man, you're, come on! I work. You're not Dan really Ellis levels yet. I work really fucking hard, and I am doing good things. So. Mm. Who cares if I'm pounding off. a desk like a pro? <laughs> now, what I think, is up, Bill? All red. <laughs> I think for the week, the one thing that I would actually uh, say was a good thing or a bad thing. You didn't have to use your AK? No. Okay. It's stupid Kim Davis. That everybody in every media outlet everywhere, whether it's Fox News or Awesome Atheist Podcast, you're going to hear about Kim fucking Davis. No, can we please be done with her already? Yeah, I, I want I so. to be. but she's I know, but we the, can't be. Like, yeah, can't just yeah research you know? the media over the past week, and it's all been about her. Has anybody oh. talked about Bernie Sanders, though? He's ahead. He's very um, much ahead. But yeah, nobody's talking like... about it on the interwebs. They're talking about fucking Kim Davis. 
shiny keys. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Look at the shiny. Look at the shiny. Yeah, we're not talking about Bernie. She just needs to go away. Exactly. She's she's an in, insignificant Here's the thing about Bernie. Here's the thing about Bernie is that he is not going away. He's still gaining numbers. People are still behind him. He's not the the flavor of the week, but he's still around. So just because somebody else has been the flavor of the week doesn't mean that he is irrelevant. So he's ahead in New Hampshire and in Iowa. Obama didn't have that. Yeah. Kind of digging the Bernie myself. Yeah. Kind of digging the Bernie. Feel the burn. It's just a matter of getting enough young voters out there to vote. So as a final final parting shot, get registered to vote and go fucking vote this time around. Do it every time you have to vote. It is your civic duty. Hell yes. Go fucking vote. If you are 26 and younger, you don't have a to 18. You don't have an option. You you don't have an excuse. I'm doing it. You can do it. Fucking vote by mail. Just do the shit. There's something to vote for either every year, every couple of years, or every... There's something to fucking vote for. Uh And you may think that voting for president might not help and for the major effect. Yeah, you may be right. But the change has to start at the local level. Utah's so close. You... Close to being purple, though. We're so so close. close. We're like New Portland. We're in the New Portland. Salt Lake is. We're so close. We're we're going to be... Now if we I, could just do something about our shitty air quality. <laughs> fucking, I don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> Big fans. We need we some need. more red, old, gray-haireds to die off. Then we we're going to be purple. We need more oil refineries in the middle of the fucking city. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't knock those oh, too man. much. A good buddy of mine has worked for those. But, yeah, they do provide jobs, but at the same time, they do yeah, put a lot that, of... Yeah, that, that same guy would also say the same thing, that we don't need those here. Like, he would actually say that. <laughs> I can find work elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And with that, that brings this episode to a close. We thank you guys for listening. Come check us out, podhell.com. You know, leave us some information on the contact form. Go to the Facebook page. Find us there. Go to the Twitter Three four seven six six nine three three seven seven, or you owe at podhell.com. Just get in touch with us. Leave us a rating. All that fun shit out there. And you know what? You're welcome.
Gordon approaching. What do you mean? Flash Gordon approaching. Open fire! All weapons! Dispatch War Rocket Ajax to bring back his body. Juggalo, yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not. I, I have no shame in it either. <laughs> <laughs>
uh actually uh your formative uh your formative music opinion is apparently uh your teenage years and i have found that to be true to my for myself <laughs> like i'm like fuck yeah like pop uh pop punk punk rock ska and like a certain level of pop music it depends but i'm like yep that's all following what I listened to in high school. Not that I listened to everything I did in high school, but there's a certain yeah, trend because I, for sure. I look back at a lot of the stuff and I kind of hang my head in shame. I'm like, oh, really? I was this much into corn? Really? Uh. I still well, still love me. Maroon 5, their only album I love is Songs About Jane. But I listen to that now with a more mature ear and I'm like, yeah, that was a good call. <laughs> Uh, Songs well, about Jane was super jazzy and sexy and poetic. I was like, yeah, Songs about Jane was a damn good album. And then they sold out, which good for them. You know, I, I harbor no ill feelings for anybody, any artist that sells out. <laughs> well, I looked at that. <laughs> I was going to get a corn tattoo. And instead, at age 16, when I was still living in my very Mormon parents' house, yeah, I was either going to get a corn tattoo or nine inch nails, and I went with nine inch nails because I adore Trent Reznor. Yes, yeah, he's a modern day Beethoven in my mind. And have you heard his uh, remastering of uh, Pretty Hate Machine? Yes, oh, it's so good. All right, yes. so I guess I'm going to run to the bathroom. Right. Okay. So anyways, I went with uh, Nine Inch Nails, and I got that as a tattoo at age 16. And I got it to where I could hide it with long pants so my Mormon parents wouldn't see it. Yeah. And it was, you know, 20 years down the road, I looked back on it, and I'm still happy that I have a Nine Inch Nails tattoo. Corn. On the other hand, I would have been a little bit sad about it. I, yeah, because I still love corn. I mean, yeah, the old school corn. They, I grew up with them. They were awesome. Yep. But Brian Head Welch tur- <laughs> turned Christian rock. Ultra pricey. Yeah. yeah. It. It would have made me feel bad about my tattoo, but I don't feel bad about my <laughs> tattoo. I'm proud of it. I'm like, yeah, nine-inch nails, like the ones I used to nail Jesus to his cross. This nuclear treaty, nuclear, 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 nuclear treaty, this nuclear treaty, nuclear treaty. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. 